you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mash Those Buttons MASHcast, a podcast about video games, community, culture, and industry. Uh, today we're going to be talking about E3. It's going to be our E3 wrap-up show. And I am Jared, for those who don't know, Jared also known as Ja, but I'm also here with uh, Christina, also known as Pop-Tart. What's up? And here also with Mikey, also known as Keylock. Hey, what's up everybody? Hey, Nick is not with us this week, uh, mainly because he did not watch E3. He was too busy, too busy. Nick's growing up on us, man. Tears. Sad. Tears. (laughs) This is episode number 11. I'd like to welcome anybody listening for the very first time. Thank you very much for checking out the MASHcast. Hope you come back for more. And for anybody who's a returning listener, thank you very much for coming back. Glad to have you back. Before we hop into our main discussion, just want to catch up with everybody, see how everybody's doing. Uh, Mike, why don't you go first? I've been doing good. I've been uh, streaming more lately. Um, Been trying to stream more Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle and um, Vampire. But yeah, it's been a fun week dealing, trying to keep up with all the E3 stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think everybody had that going on. Yeah, true. Well, I mean, it was a little easier for all the other conferences except like Nintendo, maybe Ubisoft, because that was a little earlier in the day, too. But Nintendo's like dead at noon or 9 a.m. So you're either just getting to work or maybe able to catch on your lunch break. Yeah, I have a weird schedule. So Nintendo was like the only conference I wasn't at work for. Wow. Wow. Nice. That's the one I wasn't at work for, but I had to like catch it later. Mm. Well, what about you, Christina? How's your week been going? Oh, good. I'm still playing Persona because I can't stop that stupid game. Um, But Jurassic World Evolution, man, that game's great. If you like Zoo Tycoon, it's great. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it is about me. I love micromanaging in in games and that game is super micro. Yeah, I go to work and micromanage all day to come home to micromanage in my games. Like it makes no sense, but it's relaxing, I guess, until the dinosaurs break out and eat everybody. And then you panic and cry. I told you why I stopped playing The Sims. I was doing the same thing in The Sims I was doing in real life. Well, I don't every day. I don't micromanage dinosaurs in my real life. I hope. That's true. That is true. But yeah. would you if you could? Mm, maybe. <laughs> that's, that's not gonna happen. That wasn't supposed to be a difficult question. <laughs> <laughs> that was supposed to be. A, I was. I was like a softball. I just tossed you. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Dinosaurs, no problem. <laughs> Got it. Uh, <clears throat> they listen. No, I mean, yeah. My week. I mean, I don't know. I really haven't done much besides play some Overwatch. I I said I was going to do Detroit for a second playthrough, but I just haven't been able to muster going back through that game yet. So. I'll, I'll get back to it eventually, and I also told myself that you know once I went, played Detroit, I you know start up not start up but you know continue my trek through God of War. 
But because of uh, some things I saw at E3, I was like, mm, maybe I will finish Kingdom Hearts that sooner than later. So we'll, we'll, we'll get around to that. Mikey scoffs at me because I'm playing Rechain of Memories again. It's not like I haven't played it before. I, well, I, I, you know, I played through Chain of Memories before, but yeah. Did you ever it's, pick it's it back those, up after you, it crashed? I did, and I made it back through all those areas that I uh, that it crashed on. So, like, uh, that's fine. That game is actually a perfect game for me to play, like, while I'm working because it's so brain dead on the Riku side. <laughs> On the Riku side, it's brain dead. Like it, it really is. Like going through the normal enemies is nothing. The boss fights a little different, right? But just going through the levels themselves, you don't need to pay attention to anything. You just need to use the right fucking cards to open up the doors, and you go through the door, you kill everything, you call it a day. Like <laughs> that's kind of the way. For you You're not guys. wrong. The, the only time it gets hard is when you have to fight Riku. Yes, that is the only time it gets hard. I am not looking forward to that. Not looking forward to it, but we'll see. But um, yeah, other than that, no, I uh, it's been a you know kind of uneventful week in terms of, in terms of uh, games. No, uh, you know, major movements for me. So, um, and I'm pretty sure Nick's update was like, yeah, I played WoW, and now it's been like the end of it. So, or <laughs> I'm playing Hearthstone because there's an event going on or something like that. Or Heroes of yeah, the Storm because exactly. I need those outfits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, but with that, let's we'll just go ahead and hop into our our main topic. Uh, we're going to start with EA because not only was it the first show, I'm going to go ahead and say it was the worst show. It was a sleeper, man. Um, well, I don't know if it was the worst. It was. It's almost the worst. It's like tied for the worst in my book. Is it tied for the worst? Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, I mean, huh, it was eh. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was that was it. I mean, they. I don't think. I think they showed a few. Th- Let's see. I'm looking at the list here. They showed three games that they didn't talk about before. They showed Unravel Two, uh, which is now a co-op puzzle game, mm-hmm. which looks amazing. So they showed that. Didn't talk about that before. Right, and it got released they, that day. That right? day, yeah. Yeah. It got released that day. And EA, let me tell you something, okay, <laughs> about about part twos. If there's a part two, and I haven't played the part one, I generally want to play the part one first. You could have had me buy the part one if it wasn't the same price as part two. No, I'm not. I'm just not going to do that. So the game is the, the part two. The game is twenty bucks, but the first part is twenty bucks. They had a sale going on that week, like I I literally got about hundred fifty games for forty bucks or at the on the origin sale. Um, which reminds me, I gotta buy Shadow of the Colossus before the end of the night because that sale's going off too. It's like twenty bucks instead of thirty. So, um, is that for the new? Up- Tomorrow's the last day for that. That's the new one. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the eighteenth, but I don't know when the sale turns off. But um, yeah, I went to go check out Unraveled. I'm like, oh, they probably have it for like half off. Like, I'd, I'd buy it for half off to get into the series and then buy the second part at full price. And no, it's the same price. Like, no thanks. I'm out. I'll just wait till next year when you probably have both games on sale now. Well, that guy who announced it, though, was like so adorable and sincere and cringy at the same time. He's just like, love you. But like that wave was like so awkward. It was sweet. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Like I wasn't even looking at him because while I did the the EA press conference with Bond, we we co-streamed it and 
you know, while, you know, they're talking about it, I'm like looking it up on Origin, like, hmm, let me see if I can go ahead and get this game. And I think I started bitching about the price, the fact that I was still priced at full price. <laughs> I think it was no free way. on PlayStation Plus at some point. I want to say there was there probably been times where that thing has been cheap or on sale or et cetera at some point. I want to well, think one of those has. points should have been that week. It, that <laughs> I will not disagree there. I will. I will. <laughs> yes, it should have had a discount that week or something or Absolutely. bundle the two games together. Have a yes. bundle. Have a bundle. Yep. That's a great idea, too. You know, a bundle for like thirty bucks, thirty-five bucks. Throw me a bone here. I would have, I would have, I would have been okay with that. I would have been okay. I would have felt better. Like, yeah, I got a little, a little price off. It's all good. So, but you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so Unravel Two, that was there. Command and Conquer Rivals. It's a damn shame what they did to that dog. They damn they shame. shot it in the head. <laughs> they shot Command and Conquer straight in the head that day. It's like just no. Just please no. They need like, to yeah, stop like, doing not, not like mobile this. games like hype though, like on a conference there, stage. No. There's nothing hype about that. There's nothing hype about watching two people go head to head on mobile devices. I once tuned into Twitch, and there are esports arenas that have been built to for mobile game competitions, and it doesn't look hype at all. I, I'm looking, I'm like, oh man, the esports arena looks good, but like they're all like their heads are just pointed down. <laughs> Are they all down and they were doing you can't see what I'm doing on a podcast, but they're taking like their hands and like moving them around. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? And then they zoom in on the tablet. I'm like, oh, come on. Get the fuck out of here. So yeah, no. Mobile game hype does not exist. <laughs> it just doesn't, EA. And Command and Conquer Rivals. I, I don't know, because there's this isn't, you know, like over the years we've seen more and more mobile games. Uh, come out in a, in a more competitive like st- like nature. Like, oh, you can go head to head with these people. I don't know. Maybe it's just my age, but I don't want to do competitive multiplayer on my phone. I, I that's just, that's just not something I want to do. I don't play much on my phone. I'll download like a game on my phone and I'll I'll play it for like two days and then I just fall out. Like Pocket Camp, I was like hardcore into that game for like a month and a half, and then I just fell off. I played Pocket Camp for about three weeks. Um, I'm a diehard KH fan. I don't fucking play Union Cross. I, I can't. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't play KH Union Cross. I tried. I've thrown yeah. money at Union Cross, and I was like, I can't get through this. I'm just gonna read the storyline, watch <laughs> watch mobile trailer because they stuck real story in that game, and I'm pissed about it. But I, yeah. Anyways, that's my rant on mobile games and how I'm pissed about. Yeah. It. Yeah. Anyways. No. So yeah, Command and Conquer, my notes here says mobile game, one, competitive, two, and that is it. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody cares. Nobody cares. So yeah, people, and the thing, here's the thing about the the RTS genre, in my opinion, it is prime for a series like Command and Conquer to come back. Like the only RTS that people really play is like StarCraft. Like what else are people, in terms of like actual real-time strategies, I'm not talking about a hybrid game. I'm talking about actual real-time strategy. It, that, mm, Halo it. Wars? Is people playing that on console? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I curious. Wish, I wish we were on stream right now so people could see my face. Like, I'm a Halo fan. And don't get me wrong, like, Halo Wars is not a bad game. But it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it's not, it's not scratching the surface. I mean, they made a Halo. sequel, so, I mean, it couldn't have been that they bad. Make se- 
They make sequels to a lot of things. They made a, they made two Kanan Lynches. They made was uh you know fucking three um oh god, what was the name of that game? Uh where you the you're the two guys you wear a mask as a third Army, person. Oh, Army of Two. But that Army, Army of Two, of two yeah. was good though. That is the perfect what? romance game. <laughs> Army of Two was fun back in the day when when cover shooters were cool. Yeah, I know. I could never get into it because it was like, what do what do what do guys like in game? Testosterone. That's what they like, and <laughs> that's all funny. they just poured all that into that's, the game. We just laughed at it. It was a good comedy. <laughs> it was yeah. It was it was too much. I'm like, I just can't. I can't. I'm like, you know, yeah. So, um, yeah. But that's the thing. But I'm I'm just surprised. Like EA is just taking. They're like somebody's like, you know, we need a mobile game. And they're like, I don't know. Give me that list of names <laughs> of series we own. Yeah, that one. Command and Conquer, just call it that. Okay. <laughs> Look, and, and that was like the end of it. So it, it is whatever. But then I think Sea of Solitude definitely got a lot of attention. And that you know why? Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and shit on the game. Obviously, we don't even know what it's like yet. But the reason why I think it got so much praise and hype. And stuff like that is simply because it's different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, it is, it is different. It is something new. Um, it, it talks about you know uh, it, it, the context is something that's very real. It's I think also one of the reasons why Hellblade was so successful, and one of the reasons I think EA put this on their stage is because Hellblade was so successful. You know, normally this seems like one of those games that is like yeah. We're gonna go ahead and put it out, and then you know it, uh, it'll have the EA name on it. But that's gonna be about it. I think a lot of companies are learning that like you can't just do heavy hitters anymore with major companies because people are like, oh, I know what that um, team has made before. This game's gonna be just like it. They had to have like indie titles to go in there to do something new to make people interested. Right. Yeah, but they also have to see the money come back from that. So that's why. I think someone coined the term like triple I, which is like, you know, you know, we have triple A, but now there's triple I studios like people were. I think you're going to see developer like EA, Activision, all them look at these triple I's and see if they can get their hands on them. Nah, I don't think Activision is going to do it like only because they just swim in boatloads of money from the few games they put out. When I, now when I talk now when I talk about publishers, I don't even talk about Activision anymore. They're like on God tier when it comes to publishers at this point, and you don't even know what they're gonna do. But other publishers, yes, I do believe <laughs> like EA, Ubisoft. Even though Ubisoft has always been pretty good at experimental shit, I will I will give that to Ubisoft. I will give that to to Eves. I will give that to Eves. He's always been about that shit. So good for yeah. him. You know. But even um, because now that you brought that up, I'm pretty. I think is it 2K? I'm pretty sure 2K just opened up a new division specifically for indie development. Like basically they're going to find indie projects and they're going to fund them and publish them. Yeah. That's what it is. I can't remember what it's called, but I think it was 2K that yeah. that just opened that up. I'm sure we'll have more to discuss when we get to the Microsoft's conference when we get into oh, that. Oh yeah, so um but yeah, see solitude um Man, look! It it looks cool. It's like a very uh, emotional is not the word, but um, uh, as atmospheric game. So that was cool. But so that I'm pretty sure that's gonna have a lot of people looking forward to it. But other than that, I think the 
we saw what we expected. We saw Battlefield 5. They did confirm a Battle Royale mode, but it's not front and center. That that wasn't front and center. I actually, I don't even know if they have it ready yet. Cause I think they would want to wanted to show it if if they had it ready. They what they did show was the regular mode that we're all used to, the, the regular Battlefield style combat, and I'm okay with that. That's what Battlefield fans want. That's the people who are buying this game. That's what they want. I don't see people who like battle royale games buying a battlefield game. I mean, Battlefield already does the massive, like, what is it, like 64 people on a map or whatever? Like, they already do it to an extent. Yeah, exactly. Um, Me and Bond talked about this, but we agreed that if they did Battle Royale, it could only be Team Battle Battle Royale, right? It could only be Team Battle Royale. It couldn't just be regular Battle Royale. Um, Because then that's kind of like everybody's on this huge map and it's every man for himself. What kind of battle is this? (laughs) <laughs> you know, like it doesn't yeah. really make much sense. I, the, the destruction of the levels is on a whole new plane, though. Like, where, you know, because like, I remember with Bad Company 2, and they first introduced, like, blowing buildings down. I was like, oh, that guy's camping in there? No problem. <laughs> you know? And before, you would have to at least, you know, throw some shells into a building and make it collapse. Now you can just take a tank and put and just blow you know blow down the foundation of a house and that guy's fucking dead <laughs> you know? i mean if a tank if a tank runs into a house it's probably oh, no. gonna go down <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it i d- i was not looking i didn't play battlefield one i don't know world war one just doesn't i, I don't care like, I, it, like, it, it doesn't really speak to me like i, I don't want to play in a world war one shooter um i don't want to lance anybody you know, I, uh, it would Battlefield World War Two shooters are probably like where I would start. Like I do enjoy a good World War Two shooter because usually they're a bit harder to play because of the weaponry of World War Two. You know, so like I don't want to take it all the way back. I don't want a musket. You know, I was gonna say musket like people in the face, man. Back in the good old <laughs> don't days. Don't want that. Yeah, don't don't want that. But like you know, World War Two, uh, you know, I'll get down with that. So, Battlefield Five, we, you know, they showed us what we expected. Battlefront Two, and actually, I mean, I'm not gonna. Like, we we called what was gonna happen on Battlefront Two when they came out. Apologies first. They apologized. They were very apologetic when they came out. Uh, but then they also said, "Hey, new content's coming. They're gonna be doing the Clone Wars in Battlefront Two, and they're bringing new heroes: General Grievous, Obi Wan, Anakin Skywalker, Count Dooku." People were like, "Okay, great." Like, do you think it's kind of just like fan service at this point? Like, oh, here's characters you know, mush together. The entire the the entire new Star Wars, uh, a business plan is nostalgia. So of course it's fan service. The entire the new movies are all about nostalgia, not necessarily about context. The games appear to be about nostalgia, not about context. I mean, that's what either. everybody wants now, anyway. So. No, I actually want some good <laughs> movies. Like, no, like I'm not going to get into that because it's a sensitive subject, and I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> but you know, um, battle. Well, the thing I think we talked about before, but Battlefront, when it came back, was totally about making people who don't play video games make them make it so that they can play video games. I mean, you didn't have any recoil on the weapons; you just had to watch one bar, watch that heat bar, and as long as you didn't let it overheat. You're totally fine. You, you it shot straight in the line. You know, I don't know how the stormtroopers missed so much, but still, that's basically what it was. Um, 
that that because I I've even played Battlefront with people like not Battlefront two but the original Battlefront I played that with people who did not play video games like we're on you know comms on the PS four and I hear somebody's dad like is this thing working can you guys hear me hello hello like dad yeah it's fine <laughs> like you know and he was playing and he was enjoying himself and having a good time mission accomplished that's what they wanted the games for um now speaking of battlefront 2 it was so cheap on sale this week that i bought it It was like 10 bucks so fuck yeah i bought it like okay yeah i got it i'll check it out we'll see what happens but um yeah battlefront 2 we totally that's you know we expected there they were going to be very apologetic but actually across the entire show no loot boxes was a big theme that was a big theme on the entire surprise yeah, because Anthem, they said no loot boxes when they were talking about Anthem. Oh, they still you know, there'll be a, they'll be cosmetics still, just not in a loot. There'll box be cosmetics. Or... I am okay with cosmetic sales, especially if the price is what you expect it to be. Like if they they set the price and that's it, and it doesn't have anything to do with power ups or anything like that. If it's purely cosmetic, I have zero issues with that. Yes, we used to get shit like that for free, but the reason, like, the thing is, the only reason we got like cosmetic items for free before was because it was a part of the longevity of the game, which was the major, uh, that was the major draw for older games, right? But for every costume that they make, I mean, lots, yeah, sure, lots of them are just you know palette swaps, but some are like new designs. There's somebody working on that. Somebody's getting paid to do it. Fine. You can pay for cosmetic items, and you don't have to pay for them if you don't want to. You can still play the game. Yeah, I mean, uh, I like, I talk crap on that all the time with some of the games that I play. Like, oh, I can't believe they added this to the cash shop. But like, to be honest, it, like I have no room to be mad because it's just cosmetic. Exactly. So, so Anthem. I mean, it, they definitely showed more gameplay. They showed what the game was going to play like. Um, actually, it looked like you could fly forever at first. It took us forever to figure out you couldn't fly forever because they were flying forever. Like they were flying for a really long time in the demo. But there is, uh, you can only fly for so long. Um, but the uh, let's see what what, what did they tell us? Oh, the story and decision making is done solo. So apparently, there are social spaces. But when you go into like kind of like I guess um, either cutscenes or you have to make decisions and stuff like that, that is going to be completely solo. You cannot do that with a group. I mean, technically speaking, that's kind of like Destiny because when you do your Destiny cutscenes, you're by yourself, no matter who you're grouped up with or anything like that. But you know, whatever. But your solo, well, your story and decision making will be done solo. Co-op content, uh, co-op stuff does not have story content, so it's almost like. I guess like your your fire team or whatever they're gonna be called won't even really be acknowledged when people are talking to you. I don't know. Like it may sound a little foreign, but it's actually not that far away from what Destiny does now. So wait, is it kind of like how Monster Hunter is, where like you do the story, you jump into the world. Once you're in the world, then your buddies can join you after the cutscene. I think it's more that like the story cut. Hmm. Yeah, that might be actually. I don't know. That's a really. I don't know how. I, like they said a lot, but they didn't really explain a lot. Does that right. make sense? I left the anthem like after they were done talking with the anthem. I left with almost more questions than I than I started with. Like, uh, it's. I think if you play Destiny, it's kind of the same feeling you have right now. When you do your cutscenes, you're by yourself. It's you and your ghost. You know. 
Um, when you talk to people in the world, it's you talking to them by, uh, by yourself, like your fire team and stuff like that doesn't get acknowledged. It looks like it's the same thing in this game. However, this game has decision making. Like, I guess maybe you have to choose what path you want to go down during the story or something like that. Yeah, but you know what's going to worry me about that? That's going to be really awkward storytelling. Because, like, if I'm grouped up with four people, and let's say, I mean, they're going to have to avoid decisions that kill off, like, side characters. Because what if I go into, like, some world or queue or whatever, and, like, my side character should be alive here. But let's say that person, my fourth player side character is dead. Like how how would they, they they have to avoid things like that, which is normally a kind of a thing of Bioware. Like they, I mean, people live or die in Bioware games by your decisions, you know. Right, but that's not that's not a thing. I don't know. I, I'm assuming there's going to be a social space, but like when you're there, may not be any social space. Like when you go into an area, you may be there. You may be the only human there, and then you are still partied up, technically speaking. But you're the only person there. Well, Destiny also decision, stuff like that. does that, right? Where if you go into certain parts in the storyline, like in your mission, it's like, okay, you're here by yourself. Uh, like if you go into certain places. buildings and stuff. Well, from the two seconds I played Destiny. In certain areas, like when you first get to the farm in Destiny 2, you're by yourself. Like you can't group up with somebody in Destiny until after you play for at least like an hour or so. You got. You have to get your powers back. I'm not gonna shit on Destiny Two. I was getting ready to say something about that. No, we <laughs> we're not doing Destiny Two shit on rant tonight. Maybe yeah, next week. but no, no, no. Um, but no, there are some places where you're by yourself. I just think that's gonna be a thing about Anthem. It, it might um, be like Monster Hunter World, though. Like she said, like that made sense. How there's like you have your quest, you you have your solo area, and then you have your gathering hub, like up right. in the top area. So I don't know. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. I, I did like what I see. I like the fact that you are not a robot. Like, instead, you are a person that goes into a suit. And you can actually change the types of suits that you're in. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can change your loadout. You can, you like, you know, like, when I saw that he had, like, when one of them had, like, a little, like, shoulder cannon on the side that he could, like, shoot, like, you know, grenades from and shit like that or mortars from. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty fucking hot. Yeah. You know, I like that. You know, I, I do like that aesthetic. Um, I gotta be That's, honest. Only they, they only have to do one thing to please me, right? And this is what Destiny didn't do. Two things. Sorry, this is what Destiny didn't do. And the Division didn't do. The Division. I enjoyed the story of the Division. At least I was enjoying the story of the Division until I started running into bugs that was hampering my progress. That's why I stopped playing the Division. So please, please take care of your bugs, major bugs like game breaking bugs before you release this game. And in terms of Destiny story content please like please make sure story content is significant that's that's what i ask, all I ask for it's bioware you're gonna tell me their story content is significant they shove so much story content into their mmo it is ridiculous like yeah. like they there's a lot of story shit in a, a old republic so i'm not i'm not too concerned about story i am concerned about the bugs yeah <laughs> yeah well i'm mean, we <laughs> We did see that what like what 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 a buggy bioware game looks like with Mass Effect Andromeda, which I also bought for five bucks like the other week. <laughs> great sale, EA. Great fucking sale, dude. <laughs> um but yeah, so I don't know. I'm I'm I am looking forward to Anthem. I am not like super excited for it, but I do I am looking forward to it. Maybe 
there is a Mashless Buttons podcast in the future for Anthem at some point, so we'll see. Um, other than that, EA says that, well, one, they did rebrand Origins Games Pass instead of calling it EA's game, EA Game Pass. And they're also working on a streaming service, so you can play your EA games anywhere. Um, it's going to be, you know, a streaming service for console and PC. Um, we're going to get into what Microsoft is doing, and then I think there's going to be a conversation about ha- the new style of competition that's going to be happening in the, on the console front coming soon, because things things are changing. I don't necessarily want to get into it right now. Without talking about Microsoft, but before we do that, let's get into Square Enix. I'm probably going to shut up most of the time because I didn't. This, yeah, I mean, go, go, go there's not it. much to talk about anyway, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, there isn't. They showed what uh, we already. I think that like we talked about this earlier in the pre-show, but like they showed like what two games we didn't know about. Yeah, the did they the Babylon game. Yeah, Babylon's Fall, which is a Platinum game, and Square Enix. So uh, Platinum, you know, they did Bayonetta. They they were going to do the canceled game, Scalebound. I'm never going to let that go. Um, <laughs> and, you know, Platinum is known for their action games through and through. So I'm really excited for another Square Enix uh, Platinum game, just because Nier Automata was so great. But, um, yeah. And then they announced that quiet man game that just you know what you were talking about that in the pre-show and when you said they announced two games on just now i was like what the they announced one game like that i keep forgetting about it yeah because it was bad it didn't look good (laughs) at all i was like the only way they could probably save this is to call it the bouncer 2 or something weird like that (laughs) and just say it's a sequel to the bouncer or something i don't know i was like why are they doing i don't know square enix had a very boring pre-recorded like video basically that just went over details of all the games coming out that we know are coming out i mean obviously i'm excited for the final fantasy 14 monster hunter mashup because like who doesn't want the palico minion and you get to fight what's his face um which then they showed later that you're gonna get behemoth and monster hunter yes so they showed rathalos being in final fantasy 14 as a like a did they say if it's going to be a fate or is it going to be a, like a, a primal or anything like that? Did they say, or is it just, I hope it's not a fate, but at the same time, it's just going to be a timed event. So it would make sense that it would just be a fate. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I didn't look that far into it. I was just like, Oh, I'll just play it when it comes out. Makes sense. Uh, it is cool though. that They're putting behemoth in monster hunter world. I am going to destroy the hell out of that thing. I am excited to fight that. Uh, it was cool for them to, you know, give us more details about Octopath Traveler. I'm not watching anything about Octopath. Like, I just okay. want to play it and experience it. I played the de- uh, first demo. I'll play the second demo, which is live now. And yeah. your and the- save file transfers. Yes. Which is so great. The- <laughs> that is great. That is pretty awesome. Uh, the other thing they showed was Dragon Quest Eleven, which will be out later this year, but it's already Se- out in Japan. September, I think. But we already yeah, knew about that. Yeah. So. Just it was a it was a pretty trailer. That's all it, it was. was. And then, uh, do we want to talk about the Kingdom Hearts three trailers now? During Square, because yeah, they showed it right now. It's, they it's sh- their game, so yeah. So so they showed <laughs> so they showed three Kingdom Hearts trailers during um, E three this year. One at Xbox, one at Square, and then one at Sony. 
And so basically, Xbox's Xbox reveal had theirs, and it was cool. It showed Frozen. Frozen, you know, everyone fucking loves Frozen for some reason. Because, you I know, no one, no one can let it go. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so everyone's excited about Frozen. Everyone who's a Kingdom Hearts fan. Ja, have you seen the trailer? Which one? The, like all, I've seen all the, three of them. All, okay, so you've seen all three of them, and you've seen all three of them too. I didn't Hunter. watch Square Enix's because I didn't realize it was different until I watched Sony's, and I was like, oh. Well, the well, the Kingdom Hearts fandom is having a conniption fit over the ending of that Microsoft trailer. Like they are dying internally, wondering why Aqua is the way she is now. Oh yeah. Yeah, they there was a there's there was a mild panic amongst the amongst the fans. Well, that's what I said. I got because I, I said I had to catch up because when I saw that I was like, well, obviously I'm far behind because <laughs> like I know who she is, but I'm like, okay, that's wrong. And also, um, was it Luxan or is uh, it Larkseed? Larkseed. Larkseed. I yeah. was like, I, I, I was like, I could have swore I killed her already. Shouldn't she be dead? And then Mike's like, you need to play Dream Drop Distance. I'm like, eh, I'm behind. <laughs> yeah. So basically, and then they also, um, uh, I think during Sony's press conference, they revealed Pirates of the Caribbean uh, as being a they level. Yeah. And I was, you know, in Kingdom Hearts 2, Pirates level was like my least favorite level because it just looked so off. Like seeing pirates and then Sora and it just looks so weird. But like in this, it's like, holy shit, this looks good. It looks surprisingly <laughs> good. Like extra yeah. good. Everybody says like, that uh, Sora looks like he's from Bloodborne, though. <laughs> I'm down. I'm, I'm down. I'm down for Sora Bloodborne. I'll play Bloodborne then if that's the case. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, the trailers were hype. We got a release date, which is which isn't in 2018. So they had to push back to uh, January. They never pushed 20... it back. It was. Mm. It, they had all the trailers. All the trailers said 2018. So yes, technically it's still it's 2018. A it's still part of the 2018 it's quarter. It's not 2019. It's 2019. Though. But it's still it's coming out no. 2019. It's coming out 2019. No. When does when does okay. their fourth quarter end? <laughs> it's, it's not in 2018 it's in 2019 i'm sorry christina like they don't do release dates based on their financial quarter they don't it's still part of the 2018 quarter it's fine <laughs> yeah sure their financial quarter it is but that's not how they handle release dates because nobody knows well i shouldn't say nobody knows but unless you work in a specific industry you don't know when squares you know financial <laughs> you know financial year ends but but basically, Nomura said they pushed it. They said they were going to have it ready for 2018 and they could have released it. But everyone told them, like, at the time they were wanting to release it, they're like, are you crazy? Don't release it then. You will die. Probably, I bet you, because they wanted to re release it around Red Dead. I, just, I bet you anything. Ugh. And then everyone was like, why would you release a game around Red Dead? Are you stupid? So they're pushing it back to January. I just hope that the game is finished because looking at certain parts of the trailers uh, is question questionable, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, they said they were still working on big hero six cutscenes, So the game obviously isn't completely finished, but I think 
we're down to polish and other things like that. All the mechanics, all the so. gameplay and everything like that is done, I would imagine. Maybe some things just need to be cleaned up and polished out and done. But well, they still got... Most... Go ahead. I'm sorry. They, they still got seven months, so... That's what I'm saying. Like, most games aren't, like, like what we would consider, like, done-done until, like, three months before they come out. Even then, with how many games have day one patches, like, huge right. day one patches, you know, like, they, they cut it close and close and close. And then you have games that just aren't complete when they come out, period. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I think, like, you know, they, they have more than enough time to finish it up i think when it comes to games like this the biggest things that they have to worry about are the engine the mechanics certain animations you know stuff like that when they have that down it's a lot easier for them to craft worlds and you know things like that so the thing that surprised me about kingdom hearts one and we'll hop into it in the microsoft conference but one it is coming out on xbox which i found that odd i mean microsoft is really trying to you know get big titles on there so it's just kind of the thing is like it doesn't it's not a title that's going to pull people to the xbox i'm in what oh go ahead mike mike has something to say go ahead the the, i mean but we knew it was coming xbox that's why i was like it's cool but we knew this was coming you already announced this it's like a nice trailer that's about it but like they announced this like way back like Kingdom Hearts 3 was coming to Xbox. But one. there were rumors that like they dropped the Microsoft branding off of their marketing. So there was rumors that it was then not going to be released on the Xbox one. Mm, yeah. Well, oh, well. One thing that I saw that I, I guess the thing that really actually surprised me is that like it, it looks to be Xbox one X enhanced. When you look at the when you look at the Microsoft trailer versus like the Sony trailer, there is a clear difference in how those games look. And that is going to be the kicker, right? Like that is like, hmm, like that. I think one thing we're going to see over the next few years is the fact that since Sony is uh, lacking in hardware that matches the Xbox, it is going to become more and more clear who has the superior console. Right. right? Well, it's also because like, you're not gonna get. You're not gonna push the console to its fullest on the first year that it launches. So that's why the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X. There was always this like, you can see the difference, but it's not quite like that big of a gap. But like as the time goes on, yeah, we're gonna see that gap get wider and wider between the Pro and the Xbox One X. Oh, absolutely. So, um, oh, we can move in Microsoft. Unless you guys want to keep talking about now, Square. Square's done. Square okay. was boring. Yeah, so Microsoft, they did exactly what I thought they were going to do. They came out all software. They didn't even they didn't even talk about Xbox Live. They just they didn't talk about new features, new hardware. Go ahead, Mike. They did mention the Game Pass. That's still games though. Like that's uh, not I wouldn't, it's that's like not an like Xbox, Xbox Live feature though, isn't it? Like No, it's a subscription service for games. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to me, like I I figure I don't know. To me, that's like not a game. They're not talking about a game, they're talking about a service for games. Talking about a lot of games. Yeah, so um they did talk about that, which if I played my Xbox more. Or if the service extended to PC, I'd probably get it. But service is not extended to PC, so which I'm kind of upset about because I was thinking yeah. about it because I was like, I kind of want to play State of Decay, and they have some options on there, maybe, but nope. Yeah, I don't want to play it on the Xbox. I'd rather play it on the PC. I think as time goes on, 
we're going to see more and more titles be on both Xbox One and PC, and then they might extend the Game Pass yeah. to to PC. If Game Pass came on PC, that would probably be the only way I'd play Sea of Thieves. I mm. bought it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I already spent the $60. So they uh, they opened with... Halo Infinity, which was like just a teaser. It wasn't really, it didn't show anything. So in order to get more information on Halo Infinity, you had to kind of dig for it. But uh, what I think what they really wanted to show is like, hey, we got a new game engine. They have something called the Slipstream engine now. It's a proprietary engine for Halo that 343 made. And if you look a little bit deeper into it, it looks like the next Halo game possibly might be an open world style game. It may be an open world style game. Um, because like you know, that's one of the reasons why they may have had to develop a new engine for the game. So one thing I did find out is that Halo Infinity is like it's not a game that's off someplace else or in a different timeline or somewhere else in the Halo universe. Um, this happens like, right after Halo Five, and I was like, okay, that's cool. I was a little disappointed because I want them to finish up this trilogy. I want them to finish up the Halo trilogy. Um, I think they had a vision when it came to uh, Chief. I actually, I talked to Christina about this, but I think, I think originally for Halo Five, Chief was supposed to be the bad guy. Originally, he was supposed to be the bad guy because he was looking for Cortana, didn't care about the price. That's what all of the marketing said. But then when you actually play the game, none of that really happens. There's a question mark on Chief for like ten minutes of the game and that is it before they there's one mission where they're hunting chief down and then after that they're looking for him to help him at that point you know i bet you when they play tested it like and chief was bad they were no one liked it or they're the people who they were marketing to was like i don't want to kill chief i don't want to you know like that he's bad and so they like backpedaled on it i bet they might have they like they might have got some bad playtesting but it wouldn't be like he was just like a bad guy you know what i'm saying like the thing that i like that 343 has done with halo that bungie never did or that bungie continues not to do in their games is explore and actually talk about the lore that they built Destiny has an amazing lore that you actually have to go outside the game to get. Halo, before 343 took over, had an amazing lore that you had to go outside of the game to get. Now 343 is using that lore. They're using the darker parts of that universe. Like, what, like how did you get the Spartans and stuff like that? Like how did these people come to be? They're using all of that. And I think a story where Chief goes bad because of his emotional attachment to Cortana would have made for an amazing story in a first-person shooter, you know. But they didn't go that route. So the um, Halo Infinity is supposed to be the next part in the series. Um, if you did not play Halo 5, I'm not going to spoil the story for you. I mean, I think everybody's talked about it at this point. But anyway, I'm not going to spoil the story of Halo 5 in particular. Uh, but... Um, with it being open world, Chief may be looking for uh, a way to stop the uh, antagonist, you know, because the antagonist persists from Halo 5 into the next series. So to stop them or looking looking for something, information, who knows. But I think an open world Halo, I am open to it, you know. I'm definitely open to it. I think it, 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 if 343 does it right, which I do enjoy their, their shooters. I have, they do enjoy what they're doing with Halo so far. If they do it right, it can work. Um, 
but it definitely changes the formula of Halo. Like when you have a linear shooter like that, you could you it's very crafted. The levels are very crafted. Like you're pushed in certain directions. Certain enemies come out at certain times. You know there are no surprises. There's no reoccurring enemies. You know there's uh you know everything is scripted to a degree. Um, that's why games like Halo in the first place were amazing. That's why the new Doom is amazing. You know. Uh, that's why Wolfenstein is amazing. <laughs> you know, that's why, because they've crafted that way. And when you go open world in a shooter, um, I'm trying to think of the last open world shooter. Far Cry 5. Uh, yes, yes. I'm not a huge fan of the Far Cry series. See, that's the only one I can think of that's like, that's even like passable. Cause like any other, far, any other open world shooter, unless Borderlands, but that's like a loot open world shooter. That, Borderlands is like a, is like a dungeon crawler almost. Yeah. It's like a first person dungeon crawler. And then you have like Rage. The first Rage. rage. Mm, mm. We're going to first Rage. Let's mm, not Rage. We'll talk about Rage 2 later. I'm glad they're um, giving it a second go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you that's yeah. I am I am too after watching what I saw. But anyways, yeah, exactly. we're not talking about Bethesda yet. Yeah. Uh so I mean, the only thing I have to say about Halo Infinite is I, I've got, like, I, they have to be make. I would think, when I saw that trailer, I, I really thought they were going to, this is going to be a Battle Royale Halo. Because that's of all what the, a lot all of people the, thought. All, yeah. all, the, all the flyers going up and stuff, I was like, are they, are they going to Battle Royale Halo? Like, I mean, maybe they'll do the open world stuff as well, but, like, I would almost want to bet Microsoft is looking for a way to slap a battle royale on Halo in some form or they fashion. They could probably they could probably make a battle royale mode. They already had a in Halo Five. I forget what the name of the of the game type was, but there was already a a big there was already a huge open area um, multiplayer game type. And mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it. Cause I played it once, didn't like it, went back to playing regular maps. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, TDM. So. Um, yeah, I think they they might want to do that, but Halo Infinite, like we got a teaser of it. We're probably not going to see the game until next year's E3, and that means it's probably not coming out until uh yeah, next year's you know next holiday season. Maybe or twenty twenty, but yeah, or yeah, probably holiday twenty nineteen. I think probably. holiday twenty nineteen. I mean, yeah, I think holiday twenty nineteen is when it's coming out, and you best believe that's going to be Xbox One enhanced. And uh, definitely not just Xbox One enhanced, but built for the Xbox One X. <laughs> you know what'll be interesting though if it's got Windows PC. I think the I think I would almost want to put money on that. That will be Windows PC. Cause when was the last time we got a hit? When was the last? Do well, uh, is Microsoft already la- announced any exclusive game they have come out on the Xbox will also be available on the computer. Okay, so is Halo Five on PC, and I just didn't know about it. No, they announced that no, after Halo Five came out. After the fact, yeah. Okay, so when was the last Halo we had on PC? Like, was it Halo? Two? It might have been Halo itself. I can't remember. If Halo, Halo Two was, was on, on PC. PC. Yeah, it was. And then it was, then it was Halo Two because then yeah, because they didn't do Halo Three on PC. Okay, so we. I mean, is the collector was the Master Chief collection on PC? Do we know? No, no. They, oh. I wonder if they're going to release it for PC so that it can, people can, like, on PC can kind of catch up, you know? You know what? I would yeah, buy that. So, you buy that? Yeah. I'd play it with you. I'd Sweet. buy it again. <laughs> yeah. that, way, that way you can carry me. 
Yeah, I could carry you through. Oh, you know what? When I bought Master Chief Collection, you, whenever I buy these collections, I will play straight through all of the games again. And when I was playing through Halo, I was like, God damn, this is a good game. I cannot believe it has this, like, it has, like, you know, this shooter that I'm playing right now is better than shooters that are coming out now. You know, that's, that's, I, I would definitely totally play through all of the Halos again with you. Dope. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Yeah, so like yeah. I wonder if if they released the Master Chief Collection for PC, I'd be down with that. That'd be pretty cool. So, yeah. but Halo Infinity, I am looking forward to it. I am just cautious, but I trust three four three. I, I trust three four three. So, other than that, they had the more gameplay for Ori and the Will and the Wisps. Uh, which the Will of the Wisps, right? Will or, of the Wisps. Oh, is that is the Will, Will of, of the Wisps? Or, is it the Will of the? Or I thought it was. Uh, Ori and the uh, oh, no, you're so right. Will as the of the wisps. You were 100 yeah. percent correct. There's Will as the wisps. I said Willow in the wisps. Sorry, I'm getting tired of saying wisps, so I'm gonna just call it Ori <laughs> two from now on. Thank you. <laughs> That's what everyone should because I hear people still call it Ori the Black Forest, and I'm like, so the first one? No, they're like, oh, we meant the second. Everybody, Ori two. Ori two. Everybody. Ori two. It looks good. I mean, they didn't show big differences yet. Like it looks. It looks like more of Ori, at least from what I saw. It just looks like more of Ori. What? Didn't they have the they have oh, like weapon did, those weapon combat he, thing. I thought that was baller. I was like Ori getting a right. bow and arrow up in the air, just shooting down. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I thought that was your fishing pose. Oh no, you, I I wasn't. I didn't have two arms. You couldn't see two. Uh, okay, yeah. I was like, he fishes now. Like that's cool. I guess. <laughs> yeah, we we added the Final Fantasy 15 fishing game into Ori. So yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> oh no, you're right. I did forget about that. But like, it, it looked even if it was more of the same, I'd be down with like, okay, cool. I'm more of the same. Uh, you don't have to tack on a whole bunch of new features for a game that I love, right? Like with Wolfenstein 2, if they just kept releasing Wolfenstein 2 DLCs, I'd buy it every fucking time. <laughs> like, yeah, more Wolfenstein. Just give it to me. Thank you. <laughs> like, you know, that's fine. But um, yeah, no, it looks good. I'm looking forward to it. But did they have a release date on that? Is it 20... 2019? 2019. 2019, think... unfortunately. It's so. not this year. I know that. No, it's not 2018, it's 2019 for sure. Uh, they had Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. I, I'm i not familiar with that series. Is that a series or is that no, a new it's, IP? No, it's new IP from, Dark, from From Software. So it's a From Software just like, they just like, we don't want to make Dark Souls. We don't make Bloodborne. We just want to make new shit all the time. From Software just likes making new shit all the time. That's just still Dark Souls. Yeah, Samurai Dark Souls. Saying, <laughs> Samurai Dark Souls with a fucking badass like wooden arm that's like a grappling hook and can do some cool shit. Like they always seem to like make a Dark Souls game, but know exactly what to do to modify it enough to make it different to make the Dark Souls fans happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think they said that it was like samurai inspired, so it was inspired by like that kind of stuff, but it's not necessarily set in that era it's like kind of their own world that they based around it i think from software saw what uh team ninja was doing and they're like oh you're making a samurai dark souls and just calling it neo oh well we're actually we're well we can do that too we can make a samurai (laughs) dark souls game too hold on (laughs) because they probably saw like neo everyone was everyone likes people like neo like as a dark souls like they 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 they've accepted that game like 
people do, at least in the Dark Souls community, from what I understand. I'm shit at Dark Souls, so I don't know. But. Right. Well, this is uh, actually, I, I forgot to mention, obviously, Halo Infinity is an exclusive, or is an exclusive, but this is also an exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it said exclusive right before Seki, it started. I've s- maybe timed. I'm just saying, like, someone, someone put up an article saying Sekiro is exclusive. And they had to do a takedown and say, oops, no, it's not our bad. Possibly, possibly. Yeah, I tried uh, to look it up, but I, I didn't see literally anything about it. Oh, yeah, I looked it up on uh, the website. That's right, on on a website. And it had both versions available for pre-order for PS4 and Xbox One. Okay, so it's, it, oh, it's a release exclusive then. Because they had some possibly. of those at the show, too. But it, it, Possibly. It, it, okay, so it's a, time, it's a release exclusive then. Uh, let's see. What else they have? Because Microsoft was touting their exclusives, which I mean, they had. Yeah, stuff but Activ- Yeah, but Activision was publishing Sekiro, so Activision they're gonna throw that thing on anything that can run it. So right, right. So uh, there is a there's a, a a game. I, now I didn't play. What's the name of that fucking Life game that we talk about, Mike? Life is Strange. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but there's a game coming from that world called The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, and it's free on June 26th. Yeah, it's like in the same world of Life is Strange, but it it's probably, they said it's kind of like a prologue to Life is Strange 2, whenever that's going to happen, I guess. So, I don't know. It looked weird. It looks cute. It, it looks ador- like a cute yeah. game for like kids to play. I don't know. Casual? I just don't know. Yeah, I just don't know why they slap. I just don't know why they slap "Life is Strange" on it like that. Like, I think I, 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 I think the creators, and I think they even said that wanted to expand more on that world that they've created. But I don't necessarily know what that means because I don't know much about "Life is Strange," so I don't know if this is going to incorporate any of the powers or whatever from that, or if this is just going to be like, maybe it's the character's younger brother or uh, like, I mean, you can see there's some serious stuff going on. I think the dad's like an alcoholic or something like, yeah, the dad's an alcoholic. Cause he's drinking, like he's drinking beer in the middle of the day and his kids like beer like this early. He's like, I don't need a lesson from you. Um, I don't think, yeah, I don't think he'll have the same powers as max. It looks like he's going to have like, his powers are going to be of imagination. Like he he's tells like really good stories. And so when he, when you, when he plays out the stories, it's like, you're going to like zoom out of the real world and into like this fantasy world where like whatever he says is coming true or whatever. So I don't know. Um, I bet you, I, I wonder if it's so far in the future though, that that could be Max's son. I'm curious, like, how far in the future this will be or how whatever, because they show a picture of, like, his mother or something. And to me, I'm like, is that Max older? Like, I, I know y'all probably y'all didn't play Life is Strange. I don't think so. But so I, I'm I don't know. Like, they showed a quick trailer. It looked interesting. I'll probably play it because I like these walking Sims. But. um, Yeah, I'm 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 it's cool. That it's free. I was not expecting that. I was expecting to like throw some kind of money at it, but I mean, it could be something small cool. that they want to make hype for Life is Strange too. Right? Yeah, and I mean, they yeah, and the fact that Don't Nod has actually actually made it, like Don't Nod did, versus um, the other team who developed Before the Storm. I'm kind of excited about that too. Even though Before the Storm, apparently, I didn't play Before the Storm. I should have, but I didn't. Uh, was really good. 
So, yeah, I didn't play any of them. That's that's more than fair. I have both of yeah. them, and I didn't touch them. Yeah. So, uh, uh, other than that, I see you got the Crackdown. They just showed more gameplay from the Crackdown, and obviously that's Xbox One exclusive. Never coming and out. Really? Reminded <laughs> me of like. It reminded me of like Saints Row. Really like, did, yes. It's like Saints Row, and Saints Row is a tough nail, a tough target to hit. Saints Row was perfect in terms of gameplay, humor. Yeah, Saints Row three, like that. Let's get that clear because Mike just put the three up. I was like, do not, do not claim Saints Row one and two are perfect. Saints (laughs) Saints Row three was a was the perfect blend of gameplay, humor, and actual seriousness. You know what I'm saying? Like they did it, it was they they hit the nail on the head. Saints Row one and two, they did not know what they wanted to do. Like they thought they what they, they knew that they wanted a GTA clone. That's what they knew what they wanted, but they didn't know its place in gaming until Saints Row three, when another team took over and they're like, "Yo, we can make this funny as shit," and that's exactly what they did. If Crackdown <laughs> plays like Saints Row, I am definitely in there because like. I love that. Like, I didn't play one, but like starting from two, like I played two, and then like I played like the shit out of two, three, and four. Right. Like I even love the superpowers because I I I really hate driving in games. So if I can fly everywhere, so you just fly all over the place. Yeah. yeah, that was that was that was very convenient. Or running. Yeah, I, I was good with either way. So no, that's that's the thing. That's the only thing I need to think they need to be care, careful about because they can have great gameplay. But if the game itself is annoying, like the humor is annoying and stuff like that, it's going to make me not want to play it. So I'm looking forward to it. We're going to see. I mean, it's definitely going to come out. I feel bad for the Crackdown, mainly because that was supposed to be their showcase game for like all the cool Xbox features that got taken away, (laughs) you know? So I know they had to do a bunch of work to get it into a workable shape. So um, we'll we'll see. But the Crackdown, they're showing stuff. I think that's also 2019. Yeah. So. So we'll far, see. until it gets pushed so, again. Yeah, so far. <laughs> um, X, they showed a trailer for Nier Automata coming to Xbox One as an or Xbox One X enhanced. So, um, yeah. uh, become as God, become gods, or whatever edition. So it's going to have all the DLC and all that stuff. It's cool to get Nier Automata onto more consoles. Like I, that game needs to be available to everybody. Yep. So like, I mean, that's the game I want to check out, but I'm already so backlogged. And I'm going back and playing games I've played already again. It's it's a cycle. It's a cycle, people. So <laughs> um, we already talked about Kingdom Hearts. Um, sea of Thieves. They have two expansions, and I believe they're free. I, I they're not free expansions. Like one came I out already. I don't think they are. Let me see. Uh, I, I maybe I heard that in the wrong place. Let's see. Sea of Thieves expansion. I would think you have to pay for them. I could be wrong. I don't know anything about Sea of Thieves. I just don't believe. I just can't believe they'd release free content for that game. Yeah, but if I don't know how much of a user base it still has, so if they're trying to get people to like stay involved, they might ju- just drop it for free or drop it for cheap. That's so fair. the first. The first. Oh, actually, all content updates will be available at no cost. Yeah, so these will be free updates. So damn. All right. Good. For, yeah. Awesome for CFEs players then. Yeah, so Sea of Thieves, The Hungering Deep is already out, I believe. And the new one is going to be called The Forsaken Shores. Because I guess that's what Sea of Thieves had a problem with, content. You know, 
they put the game out. I was like, oh, great, be a pirate. And then that was like it. My so problem was anytime new- I tried to do things, I just died. Like, you got ganked. Uh, yeah. You have to play with people. You have mm, to. So, yeah. But there's there's new stuff coming for Sea of Thieves. Forza Horizon 4. I, I always knew I was going to get Xbox One X. But after watching that trailer, I was like, it's time. It's The time is now. The time, the time is now. And I knew Forza was going to be that game that pushed me to get an Xbox One X. Did you enjoy their fake live gameplay thing that they did? Or they like, or where they had people come out? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I fast forwarded through that. That's why I forgot that happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Like... I, I actually didn't pay attention to that. But the thing that I didn't necessarily like was this is the only thing I didn't like about the game is that everybody you see is going to be a real person. I really hope there's a way to turn that off. I really do. I much rather prefer Drivatars. I prefer Drivatars than to the real thing. Nah, bro, um, we gotta go to the Paradise City. Because... No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I think all the races were still single player, but when mm-hmm. you're out in the open road, like, no. And the reason I say that is because people can't fucking drive. They can't fucking drive. You're just gonna run into games. everybody. They exactly. can't fucking drive. <laughs> and then there's gonna be the people who, like, literally that's, purposefully... That's yeah, why. There's gonna be the trolls. But there's going to be the... Go ahead, Mike. I mean, that's why we just need Burnout Paradise 2. Burnout <laughs> whatever. I don't care. To be anyway, honest, continue. I mean, they just remastered it. And I mean, Devil May Cry got remastered. And then, you know. We're we're going to talk about Devil May Cry in a second. We're going to finish this Forza talk. And then I'm going to like be really excited about Devil May Cry. But please, <laughs> y'all, finish your Forza. <laughs> <laughs> well... Uh, well, okay. But anyway, Forza. <laughs> yeah, I hope you can turn that feature off and just use Drivatars because Drivatars actually pay attention to how you drive and will drive accordingly in the game. It's a lot It's a lot easier. Uh, it looks like this Forza is going to be in multiple locations, though. And I was like, man, that's pretty ambitious for them to be in multiple locations while they're going to do that. And then the answer was seasons. I was like, oh, okay. So basically, whenever whatever season you're in, in in the real world, this that the region in the game is also going to be in that season. So if it's winter where you are, it's winter there, in that part of like part of the world. I feel um, like they should rotate that out more, though. They might end up doing that, but the reason why they have multiple locations is because if you live in a place that has a really shit winter where it's snowing all the time, um, well then you could just go to a different place in Forza that's sunny and shit like that if you want to. Not to mention mm. terrain changes in different seasons. So after like, like the winter passes, there are going to be some places you can't drive anymore in certain regions because you know the track was an ice or whatever. You know, uh, so yeah, it's that was actually pretty cool. But I think they might actually make a change to how often they rotate the seasons. We'll see. Uh, and who knows if you if you can turn off a lot of these online features. Uh, you may just be able to control that in the game yourself. So it looks like that's going to have an October 2nd release, and I'm really looking to Forza. I mean, Forza is the best racing game out right now. Like, it's the best racing series out right now. So uh, let's see what else. Oh, big news for Microsoft is that they they have five new Microsoft Studios. One they Mm. made themselves called The Initiative, and then they picked up Ninja Theory, Undead Games, Playground Games, and Compulsion Games. They're really letting people know that they're not fucking around anymore. 
Dude, like I saw that and I was like, yo, that's huge. Everybody I talked to, they're like, uh, they just picked up some indie developers. I'm like, do you understand what this means? Like, that's huge. It's huge. But until I see a game come from any of those, I'm still hurt from Scalebound. I ain't letting that shit go. They picked up <laughs> Platinum. They said Platinum will publish your game. But nah, bro, we canceling it. They didn't actually like pick up Platinum like Platinum's our studio. No, okay. that's true. So that's why I have more hope in this. But I'm still going to be like, all right, I will we need wait to set and this see. straight. We need to make a scale bound jar for you because like <laughs> <laughs> I got Hey, you want to talk about cool Phantom Dust? Was it worse Phantom Dust? Because that shit was supposed to come oh, out. I too. forgot about Canceled. that. There's a lot of Xbox games that were supposed to Fable Legends. That's a good game to cast. Uh, I was, was going to say, gonna I'm kind of glad about that one. <laughs> but I'm just saying there were a lot of Microsoft exclusives that just got canceled. So I am excited about all these studios. I'm really happy someone picked up Ninja Theory, even though they made DMC. I, whatever. <laughs> I like DMC. Like I DMC's would... com- combat's fine. Story's bad. That's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> the story wasn't the greatest, but I definitely enjoyed the Bob Barbas fight. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that, like I said, combat was fine. I love the the pun on Fox News. I appreciated that. <laughs> it was good. It was it was fun. Man, I will I will agree with you on that. Maybe that's why because I've I've I was never invested in the Devil May Cry story. Uh, so when DMC came out and I thought the story was passable and it was fun and it was stylish, I'm like, okay, I dig it. I, I like it. I, I would I would actually prefer. We're gonna get into Devil May Cry Five, but I, I would have preferred a DMC too. But that's just me. Uh, yeah, but yeah, they did. They picked up these studios, and that's huge. My hope is that these studios were already working on games, and we're going to see them sooner than later. I know we've had the conversation about Ninja Theory putting out Hellblade, but I don't think Hellblade was the only thing they were working on, mainly because you got to keep that studio afloat. In many studios, when they're doing independent work, they're doing work on other things, whether it be doing a component for this game doing modeling for this game. They they have, may have already been purchased by Microsoft, and they're like, we're putting this game out on our own. And Microsoft's like, okay, well, here, we're going to you know give you a steady stream of money so you can start working on this thing. Because with Hellblade, when the people who designed, uh, who did like the storyboards, who, design, who wrote the story or designed the characters and stuff like that, when they get done working and it goes to the people who are now building the levels and putting it into a game, what are those people doing? Maybe they were working on starting to work on the next game. So that's what I'm hoping. I don't know. We'll we'll see if Ninja Theory can have lightning strike twice. They've had some duds in the past. Um, I mean, Heavenly Sword. Let's let's never forget that. Um, I actually sl- honestly forget that that shit exists. <laughs> Enslaved wasn't a bad Enslaved game. Wasn't, Enslaved wasn't bad. It didn't sell. That it was that sell. was. It didn't sell. I didn't know. That's a lot of the Ninja Theory games. They're not bad. They just don't sell. Like Hellblade, I think, is like the only only Ninja Theory game besides probably DMC because it had Devil May Cry's name on it that they originally have made that have probably sold decently. 
So right. maybe they found their footing finally. Yeah, d- d- yeah. Like I would like people. I had somebody else tell me that enslaved wasn't good, and I told them to shut their mouth. So enslaved, fine. It didn't stick the landing. I would tell you, it did not stick the ending at all. That it, like that ending I, is bad. <laughs> the ending was really bad. I was like, what just happened? I don't understand. It does not compute. Like, like it, it, it really didn't work. Uh, did not stick the landing. But hey, neither did Rocksteady three times. <laughs> okay. Let's not forget that shit. So I can forgive. Uh, I can forgive a, yeah. a developer for having a good game and having a shit ending. I mean, how many animes have I watched that were great until the goddamn end of the anime? Preach. You know. So yeah, and it's also <laughs> good that they picked. Up, it's good to know that they picked up the State of Decay people. So now Microsoft exclusively will now have like State of Decay on their like repertoire. Yeah, um, and, and Playground Games. For those who don't know, those are the guys who actually they actively work on Forza. Uh, so I don't know if they're only gonna do Forza Four. Like do they do Forza Horizon. I'm sorry, that's what I said. They do Forza Horizon. I don't know. I don't know if they're only gonna do that, or are they gonna give them some license to do some other stuff? Um, not to mention when you have when you have when a studio or a publisher has um, a bunch of different developers that specialize in different things, they can do some great things together. Like if you have an open world game where driving is a part of it, so they get some expertise from Playground on how to put the driving into their open world game, that can really work out really well. Um, actually, I remember this is a while ago, and I don't know how many people remember this game. Do you remember the game, the James Bond game, the Double Seven, Everything or Nothing? Do you remember that? Like it was like an action game, but it had driving portions. And this is when Black was it Black Box that was doing Need for Speed at the time. They were doing Need for Speed most. They did like Most Wanted, and then they did like Carbon and stuff like that. I forget who what it was. Black something. They did the driving portions for this action game, and it was fucking dope. Like it was great when they did that. So that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like it can come out to be pretty good shit with that. Um, but other than that, Microsoft did show off We Happy Few. We already know that's going to be on PC and Xbox. I actually thought the game was out because it's been an early access for so long. I thought the game was out, but apparently I was like, oh, it's We Happy Too Few and they're adding a story. No, it's We Happy Few and the game actually has a story. I'm like, oh, okay. So that's going to be that. That should be kind of cool. Tells of Vesperia remastered. That's, you guys are happy about I'm it. That I'm like, okay. so excited. Cool. I'm going to play that so hard on my Switch. <laughs> I texted my friend who is a Tales of Junkie and she like 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 sent me a video back of her like freaking the f- like flip out. She loves Vesperia over all the other Tales games and the fact that there's a the, the fact that we're getting the Japanese version that like but you know Ameri- like you know English dub all that jazz that was never released outside of Japan is like m- making a lot of people happy. I just never had and, a chance to beat the game because I got that and Eternal Sonata at the same time. So like those two games are like huge, you know. So I'm just glad I have another opportunity to play it because my Xbox has been in a closet for ever. So you yeah. know, what makes well, me happy. I mean, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Vesper- go ahead. Sorry, Vesperia will be a. Uh, uh, it's not exclusive. Mm-hmm. It is on the so Switch. It, can, yep, it is on the Switch, and I think that's where I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna play it on Switch. Like that that seems like a good game to play on the go. The thing that'll make me happy is if I got a Grandia 2 HD remake. That's all I want. That's all never I want. gonna happen. That's all I want. It's never, never gonna happen. Actually, Grandia I, is dead. 
Yeah, I, I, I actually let me check something real quick. I'm pretty sure I can get it on Steam. <laughs> oh my god! Did the summer still yeah. start? Grandia, Grandia two <laughs> anniversary edition. One hundred percent can totally get that on Steam, but I want oh an HD god. version. Actually, yeah, is this HD version? Oh shit! Are <laughs> well, I'll be buying that later tonight. Look at that. <sighs> Well, well, what are you going to do anyway? Um, we'll talk about the division two when we get to Ubisoft because Microsoft was the first to show that off, which was actually pretty good. Um, they did talk about Games Pass. I'm pretty sure anything exclusive that Microsoft's putting out is going to be on Games Pass, and that's going to be Forza Horizon Four, Crackdown Three, and a new Super Meat Boy apparently is coming out. So yeah. I'm like, isn't the first one enough? Like that was a lot of game. Like, did you guys play Meat Boy? I didn't, but it's still like everywhere. To be honest, like Super Meat Boy is a lot of game. Like you would have had to be super into that game just to get through everything in a decent amount of time. Like when I forget, is is Edward something? Edward Cullen, I think, is the guy who made that game. He put a lot into that fucking game, so I was surprised that he was making another one as opposed to uh, doing something new. Uh, they also showed some Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Which, I mean, it looks cool. I think, it, it, you know, I, it should have what I expect, Tomb Raiding and some action. Like, you know, Tomb Ra- the new Tomb Raider series is very, it's pretty visceral when it comes to the kills. Even, like, Laura, like, killing other people, you know. So, they did show that, but they didn't show anything that makes me say, like, oh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm just looking forward to it in general. Tomb Raider. That's yeah. a game. Exactly. There's a new skating game called Session. Just not skate uh, for, <laughs> like I thought. Yeah. Every I think everybody thought, oh shit, skate. No, okay, never mind then. So gonna try <laughs> it out. Not. It looks good. One hundred percent. You know, I I do want to try out. I I mean, there's been a gap since Tony Hawk went dark. You know, like apparently nobody can nail a decent Tony Hawk game or a decent skating game anymore. Uh, I mean, if they just went back to that Tony Hawk Two formula, I think it'd be fine. Or even like go back to like Thug. Like I thought Thug was fine. I had it. I, I enjoyed Thug a lot. Uh, Tony Hawk's Underground, so that was cool. Um, but yeah, we got a new skating game coming. Black Desert's coming to Xbox, so they're gonna have another MMO. And uh, yeah, so they also showed Devil May Cry Five, which is yeah, Mikey all excited. Yes, <laughs> that I. Fucking was so excited when I saw that we're going back to like the uh, old the uh, old story of Devil May Cry, and I I know it still has Nero as like the main protagonist. It looks like, but I'm still cool with that. Um, the gameplay looks good. It's using the Resident Evil Seven engine, so they're going a little less anime, more realistic looking. I mean, that game did so. look very crisp. So I'm not gonna lie. Like nice. that RE seven, that RE seven engine is doing them some wonders. Um, but yeah, I am, I am totally stoked for this. It looks like, like it looks like I, I love the fact that like someone's cut off Nero's arm and now he has to use a robot arm, like from some girl that he's met. Like and Dante, and at the end of the trailer, they have Dante riding it on a motorcycle back from hell. It looks like because it looks it looks like this game is going to take place after Devil May Cry two. So this might be like the this this might be like right after two when he's like riding his the motorbike out of the ending of two. So I don't know. I'm hype as fuck for it. Give it to me. 
It's gonna be on all the on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. So I'm I'm excited. I can't remember shit about the original Devil May Cry. I honestly, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to get the HD remakes and uh, replay through them. It's hard to play two. <laughs> <It's hard. laughs> one and three is easy to go back to. Two is two's rough. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. So I'm, I'm gonna have to get that at some point. And when I was looking it up, I was like, yeah, one through three you can get on one disc. Four has its own, like it's its own HD. Re-release. Yeah, they they did a special edition of four, but it, you can play as Nero, Dante, Virgil, Trish, and Lady. So you've got like they give you like five characters you can play as through their own um, stories and mission modes and stuff. So there's a lot of Pardon me. There's a lot of content in uh, Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition. Gotcha. Okay, well, I'm going to get back to it originally. Oh, um, at some point, I should say. But uh, there's a Cuphead expansion coming. Uh, a DLC called The Delicious Last Course. It's going to have a new island, new bosses. Uh, as somebody who has not even beaten Cuphead, I'm like, oh, I'm all about it. Great. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm now inspired to play Cuphead after that video you showed me of that guy who couldn't even get past the tutorial. Oh my god, that hurt so bad. It took him five minutes to get through the tutorial and then he couldn't even beat the first level in 20 minutes. 26 minutes. No, no. The first six <laughs> minutes was a tutorial. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it was 20 minutes. Yeah. He couldn't even get halfway. There. He wasn't even halfway through the first level. He ran into the first enemy every time. I was like, what? <laughs> what? I was stressing. Have you never seen that video, Mike? Hmm? Have you never seen uh, the? Okay. Oh, I've seen it. Oh yeah. I'm just shaking my head at it. I'm just like. I was like, we were trying to have a conversation, and I was like stressing out and yelling at this video the whole time. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking about. That. I had to stop watching the video. It was bad. Yeah. I think it's cool. They're also adding a uh, Miss Chalice. Yes, as a as a playable character. Yeah, that's really cool because that's got to be a bitch making all those like animations for a whole nother character in that game considering everything's hand drawn like man yeah so that's that that's that's nice so uh, i'm looking forward to that uh a surprise to me was tunic which looks like a like an isometric zelda clone uh which is actually pretty pretty nice looks 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 pretty looks good i'm looking forward to that it's pretty cute little fox guy you're a fox you know not a uh you know little white dude so it's a, that's nice <laughs> but, um, <laughs> <laughs> wow okay yeah so there's uh jump force which is a shonen jump fighting game okay. mikey's rolling his eyes he's like this it's an arena it's it's an arena fighter yeah it'll be like the naruto shippuden games all that shit it's gonna be cool because i'm gonna get to have like goku beat the shit out of naruto but i'm like I don't, I don't like arena fighters. I just don't. I don't like them. Well, they're just not my my style. Oh well, there are people that do like them, and they're super excited yep. for it. Yep, uh, happy, and I'm happy for them. I really <laughs> am because this is like an anime dream come true. Like for, like at the end of the trailer, you see the Death Note guy, like light, and I'm like, the fuck is he gonna do? Is he just gonna write someone's name and they just die, and then we're just done? That's the match. Cool. All right. <laughs> he'll be like your super or something like that he'll be like your assist character yeah. well maybe Ryuk Re- Re- will fight or whatever and like Ryuk's super will be like summon light to like write someone's name down and then they just fucking have a heart attack and die I don't know 
Like, Death Note's weird, man. <laughs> like, I don't know how you put Death Note in a fighting game. That's just like, that makes me wonder what else they're going to put in. Like, what other anime are you going to throw in here? Mm. So, yeah, so we'll I, see. I didn't get too much info on that. Uh, they did show a little bit more about Dying Light 2, um, which I didn't play the first Dying Light. I, I Whenever I see a zombie game, right, I'm just kind of like, mm, okay, there's another one. After I saw Dying Light 2, then I went and looked at Dying Light. I'm like, oh, it looks a little, you know, this does look kind of interesting, but still, it looks like just another zombie game. Dying Light 2 looks a little bit more against, you know, you get to see more of the human element. Because that's the end. Unless the zombies are fast and fierce. The thing about zombie games that usually makes them pretty good is the human element of them. Or even zombie shows, right? The Walking Dead would be a shit show if it was just the zombies. Well, well, the the selling point of Dying Light is that parkour system they have built in, which is yeah. pretty fluid from what I play. I didn't finish all Dying Light because that game scared the shit out of me. Oh, yeah? Um, <laughs> dude, during the day, it's like during the day, you get that human element. Like you get what you're talking about. Like you get that human element of like, blah, blah, blah. Humans suck, you know, all that shit. But at nighttime. No. Nighttime's a bad time. Nighttime, you don't want to be out. Like, you have to run for your fucking life. Like, oh, yeah. it is it is intense when, when the sun goes down. Zombies are just faster. They are stronger. There are special zombies that chase you down. Like, if you're not using that parkour system to its fullest, you're going to fucking die. Like, it is, it is intense at night. Like, when, the, like when, they, when they literally say good night, good luck... Like, kiss your ass goodbye. You better be, like, running. Like, it, dying, dying Light, I think a lot of people slept on Dying Light, and they added, like, expansions to it and more DLC to it, um, and it got a following after that. But, man, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see that they got a sequel. I'm happy someone supported Dying Light enough to get a Dying Light 2, because that game deserves it. That game got slept on. Hmm. Well, I, I believe you. I, I, like, I, when I looked at Dying Light originally, it was just like, uh, okay, fine. I know. And that's because it came out at that time of, like we got oversaturated with zombie games. And I felt bad for it because of that. Because it's like, it's actually a good game. Like, I, it's a good game. It's just, ugh. But yeah, anyways. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for Dying Light 2. I'll probably, I'll probably pick it up. Yeah. All right, so they also announced was it was it a new Battletoads or an or a remake of Battletoads? I think it's new Battletoads. Yeah, it showed like a new like a new Battletoads, and um, I don't know. I thought like Christina, yeah. you thought you were gonna get jokes about it. <laughs> it's gonna work. happen. Just, just kill me now. Yeah, <laughs> uh. yeah. yeah I mean, well, they didn't even show anything. I mean, I'm 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 looking forward to it. like you know I, I always look forward to games like that, right? But I'm not. You know, like, oh my god, a new Battletoads. Let me buy an Xbox. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's not one Honestly, of those Honestly, I think Battletoads is big just because of the memeing around it, and that's it. Mm. I mean, it's it's yeah. big in its own sense, but, like, it blew up because of that. That is true. That That, that is true. So, new Battletoads, um, they, they, actually, one thing we missed from Square Enix, so they, I think they showed more Just, Just Cause 4. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, they did. Just Cause always looks cool, but like, I think people play that game as more of a sandbox, right? Like, you just kind of do what you want. You do some crazy shit in that game, and that's yeah. why it's popular as it is. Not to mention, I'm pretty sure all of the Steam sales helped bolster the, the numbers behind Just Cause 3. Oh, so. oh 100%. 
But not just that, like, so it's basically now it's like, here's your open world sandbox with more to do. And oh, here's a tornado. Yeah, go do whatever you want with this fucking tornado. That's just going to be there. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, the, the fuck am I going to, like, what are people going to do with this tornado? That's what I want to know. Like, I want to see all the crazy shit people are going to come up with. Right. Involving this giant ass tornado. Right, yeah. So they showed that uh, they showed they trolled everybody when it came to the gears, though. They, they showed the gear symbol and then, oh, the, 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 the Funko Pop thing popped out. Like the gears pop, which is a mobile game, by the way. And I'm pretty sure everybody was like, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. And then, you know, they showed they tried to it was like, oh, they're going to try to make it a little better because after the gears pop thing, they showed, oh, we do have a gears game. It's a Gears Tactics. It's a tactical game, like XCOM. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's cool. That's fine, too. And then they showed Gears of War 5. I'm like, ah, there it is. That was the best trolling I've ever seen. (laughs) I was, like, watching, like, I was like, I wonder how much, I was thinking, like, I wonder how much hype meter is dying right now (laughs) as these two, like, Gears games that aren't really Gears games are going. And then they announced Gears of War. And I was like, okay, they they did them right. They fixed it. Yeah. Good job. So they're really trying to use that Gears property, but um, yeah, they uh, they got the Gears game coming out, uh, the Gears Five, sometime next year, I think. Obviously not this year, but I didn't even finish Gears Four. Um, I don't know. I think it was a little. I think Gears Four was a little overhyped. Like everybody's like, "Oh, it's so good, it's so good." And I played. I'm like, "It's okay. It's better than Gears Two and Three, <laughs> you know." So I guess that's <laughs> that's good. But hey, that was just me. But um. What else? Oh yeah, this is what we were, I was talking about earlier. Microsoft announced like it was it was kind of an announcement. Uh, but Phil Spencer said that you know Microsoft is working on a streaming service. My, Microsoft was working on a streaming service specifically because they want you to be able to play your Xbox games anywhere. And um, you know Sony already has a streaming service that you can you can use on like their their non non PlayStation devices. Um, but Microsoft is now doing it, and EA is doing it. So EA is going to be running afoul of Microsoft and Sony soon with their subscription offerings, which I thought was interesting. Um, yeah, I, I yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'm not sure how EA. I don't. I'll, the, everybody wants to be the one stop shop for subscription. It seems like because at, at some point, like. You can only have so many subscriptions, right? Like you can only have like exactly, a, a household yeah. can only so everyone's vying for that money that's in that subscription service area. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be I think the same thing how um like launchers now how like EA has their own launcher and Activate or Blizzard has their own launcher and because of Steam it's it's going to end up being the same thing where everybody wants their own streaming service. Right. Well, I think launches are different than like, you know, like, for example, like Blizzard and Bethesda have their own launcher and Ubisoft has theirs, but it's not exactly the same thing. Like, you know, Steam and Origin compete and Steam and you actually know Steam and you play don't compete because you anything you, you buy. Play. Well, you play is trash, but mm-hmm. anything you you buy, you can still buy Ubisoft games on Steam and basically it just opens up and you play. It's not that big of a deal. Um but yeah, it's not necessarily something like, I don't necessarily mind launchers, especially even like Bethesda, right? So Bethesda puts games on their launcher, but I think this weekend they put um Quake they put Quake Champions on Steam. And you just connect your Bethesda Net account and you're good to go. So Yeah, it's the only way to get people to play Quake Champions. 
No, I've I've never had a problem <laughs> playing Quake Champions. Like, I've never had to wait for a match. Like when I played, uh, and that was just beta, you know. So eh, it's doing okay. I'm like, it's not doing Overwatch okay, but it's doing okay. <laughs> it's doing it. It's alive. <laughs> it is definitely alive. It's more alive than Lawbreakers. Ooh. Well, yeah, that. Ooh. Ooh. That's what I'm worried about. That's honestly, that's what I'm worried about. If that's Quake's fate, like honestly, like that. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But um, so yeah, like yeah. Microsoft is going to be working on a streaming service. This goes to the console future that you know we've been talking about on and off for you know episodes now. That you know the console landscape is not going to look the same it did when you know it's not what people are used to for. Like I was watching somebody have a conversation about Horizon Zero Dawn too, and they're like, "Oh no, I'm pretty sure Sony is going to hold it as a PS5." you know, release title, you know, that they're going to want that as a release to have a PS5. And I'm done with Facebook arguments. Like, I'm not going to hop into it and start arguing with these people about it. But I was thinking to myself, like, ah, no, I don't I don't think so. Like, they, in the future, with the way, the, the way I think consoles are going to work, right, there's no reason to hold a game for a console launch anymore because <clears throat> your consoles will just play all the same games. You know, whether they're different hardware or not, like the Xbox One and the Xbox One X play the same games and the Xbox One X2 is going to play the same games. They're just hardware upgrades, essentially, at this point. So there's really no purpose in holding on to a game for a console launch. You don't need to make it a launch title. Not to mention, just not that many launch titles are good. They're not good for so many different reasons. (laughs) They're not good. And those reasons are actually going to start to go away once we... uh, you know, the, the, you don't think so? Nintendo has Nintendo has good launch. Nintendo has good launch. They're unique because their their great launch titles are first party. Like they know from start to finish of that game when they start making them exactly what's going on. Also, Whereas Nintendo does have, like their own thing too. It's not like they're competing against Microsoft and Sony. Like, whereas they release at the same I, time, they want to try to push out their best title as soon as possible to sell the system. And then it's, I understand. I just was, I heard the statement was there's no good launch titles for launch titles typically suck or whatever. Nintendo doesn't like, count. Nintendo doesn't count. <laughs> but still, like, even if, you know, out of all the launch titles that come out between the multiple consoles, if Nintendo only is the only one that's actually putting out decent launch titles and there's only like one or two of them, then yeah, the statement still remains. Most launch titles are not that great. And that has the, the, the technical reason behind it is because, you know, with new consoles, you generally don't have the same tool sets that you have with the other ones. You're not used to working with the consoles, you know, stuff like that. Um, so that's why when Horizon Zero Dawn comes out in 2017, you know, four years after the PS4 is launched, that's why that's an amazing game versus a Horizon Zero Dawn that would have came out in 2013 when the PS4 first launched. You know, um, that that's kind of the deal. But when you have when when your console launches now are just hardware upgrades, you don't have to change the you know uh, the framework section. With. your old tool set still works so you can work faster you can work more efficiently um you can catch bugs faster you know stuff like that like when that works uh a lot better you're you're gonna have better console launches and that console launches you're gonna have better games at launch right so but, but i mean basically what i'm saying is like i don't think horizons are dawn is gonna wait until a console launch anymore and you know when you have things like 
these streaming services coming out from Microsoft and Sony already has their streaming service. I think it just shows that these companies are getting away from being married to their hardware and they're caring more about the branding. Microsoft has already said that they care. Microsoft cares way more about their branding than they do about the actual hardware. So the console landscape is going to be a little different going forward. Oh yeah. They also showed cyberpunk 70, uh, 2077. You want to know how you drop a trailer? Like that shit was like hype as fuck. Even the zero gameplay, zero gameplay. Of course, I was so mad because Crash ruined it for me. Because like they're showing um like the end stuff. I was like, oh, I guess that's the end. And he's like, oh no, they show like the cyberpunk blah 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 trailer. And I'm like, and then it started like getting all glitchy. And I'm like, I am so fucking mad at you right now for saying that because I would have been so (laughs) hype right now, and I'm not. It's all his that trailer. Fault. It's all his fault. That reveals that reveals pretty fucking hype. Like I was not expecting to see that at Microsoft's booth or show. Like that was that was a pretty good trailer to end on. Even though like no gameplay, it just CD Projekt Red is such a good place right now because of the Witcher Three Wild Hunt. That like I feel like everyone's still gonna ride that high and like all the way into Cyberpunk and like. Everyone who's I was reading things about the behind the closed doors, like and how everyone just kind of walked out with smiles on their faces. Like they can't obviously talk about it because it was behind closed doors, but like, like it just it just seemed like everybody was like on cloud nine after like be, seeing the game. So I'm 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 excited to see what they're gonna do with it. Or there was someone at the door, like, "Hey, I'm gonna give you five bucks. Just smile on your way out." <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. They could do that. Yeah. <laughs> In your little grab bags, there's five bucks. Everybody smile on your way out. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> From what I heard, they said it was like Deus Ex, but with better item management and better shooting. That's what I heard. Sounds good to me. Yep, sounds good to me. Like that's all I really need. I mean, I, I, I'd, I'd take more Deus Ex to be perfectly honest with you. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's that. That was pretty dope. Uh, way to end that conference. I don't know. I think Microsoft. Out of all the conferences, they showed off the best. Like they, like they, they did exactly what they needed to do, and I, and I appreciate that. So Microsoft had best show of E3, in my opinion. I, I believe mm-hmm. so. But let's move on to Bethesda, um, which they too. I mean, I, I think the Bethesda show almost had like two parts, right? It was for two different types of people. Like I liked the first part of the Bethesda conference, didn't care about the second part. I know, Christina, you enjoyed the second part, didn't care, didn't care too much about the first part. I kind of cared about all of it, because I don't play Bethesda games, so I was like, all of this seems interesting to me. I might not play them. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, they, I play... Go ahead. I play ids. I play ids games. I don't really play Bethesda games. <laughs> That's my... I don't know. I I, I kind of feel it to you. Like, I didn't really care about the end, but I, I liked the first part of what I saw. Yeah. Definitely. Well, they kind of they they uh, definitely proved me right about Rage Two, where it was like, you know, I could totally see Doom and Wolfenstein in the gameplay that they showed, but it it just seems to be open world, uh, and that was the big thing about. It. I think that's where they kind of messed up on the first Rage, where you know they did the open world all right, but they kind of didn't do the like when you were going to the. Um, when you would go into the areas 
like the level areas, basically, those weren't that great, right? Like I, I don't remember having a single good gunfight in Rage. Not a single good gunfight happens in Rage. Everything is so linear in Rage when you go into the areas where you're going to be, you know, doing your combat and your missions and stuff like that. So that was a thing. That looks to be changing because they, they, from what I saw, it really looked like they had uh, kind of like the the Doom uh, style, like uh, enemy placement. You know, like it looked, like the fights looked crazy. But the aggressiveness was like on the level of Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein had some crazy aggressive enemies and fights. So, um, yeah, I'm, I am definitely looking forward to that. I am really glad they showed gameplay because I was like, I mean, Rage is cool, but last I checked, Rage wasn't very good. So you better show me something that changes that. And guess what? They did. Um What's what really makes me happy is since Borderlands Three is nowhere in sight, this makes me want to. This is going to be like a nice, like taste. Yeah. Of like border, like I'm going to get a little bit of Borderlands taste out of this before Borderlands Three comes. So I'm I'm kind of happy about that. Like right. I said, well, if you guys want to carry me, like I'll be down to play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's the thing. I don't know if this is going to be multiplayer or not. Did they I say they, like drop in drop? It looked like. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe I just assumed it was going to be because I already saw division gameplay. And then for some reason, I assumed it was going to be multiplayer. Gotta be honest, in my opinion, the best shooters are not co-op. Like the best, the most well put together shooters are not co-op. They're just not. Like good, don't get me wrong. Halo Combat Evolved. What? Huh? No, I'm kidding. Anyways, oh. Halo Combat. Uh, so, well, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. Halo, Halo. Yeah, you, you you got that. But still, like, I would definitely take like, like for example, like a, a well crafted Doom or Wolfenstein over Halo. So. Oh well, okay. Whoa, did you just say you take Doom over Halo? Yeah, take Doom over Halo. Okay, okay. <laughs> I like that's Halo. Fair. I mean, I Doom, like Halo, but Doom is know. amazing. Like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I think that's okay. because you can craft a single player experience a little bit better than a co-op one. But you know, um, no, that's fair. Yeah. So, but yeah, Rage looks good, and you're right. Borderlands Three nowhere to be found. It's like okay, Gearbox, that's your that's your thing. That's the only game that you've had successful that like, that I can really think of. So yeah. Where, so hopefully, Rage doesn't steal a thunder of that. Like I'm actually kind of worried. I'm like. No, I think Ooh. Borderlands still has something. Like I said, Borderlands is like a dungeon crawler. Like, Christina, you play Borderlands, right? I love Borderlands. It's like one of the only yeah. shooters I play. Yeah, like Borderlands is not like I think Rage as a shooter is going to be definitely a bit harder, a bit probably a bit more punishing than Borderlands was. Yeah, Borderlands um, is not hard because you know I play it. So yeah, <laughs> fair. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what did you think of the 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 concert they put on right before? I no. thought it was unnecessary. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was awkward. great with the only three guys bobbing in the audience, bobbing off rhythm. <laughs> it was so awkward. I was like, "Why did you do this?" Like, it was, it was I didn't kind know of fun. Ubisoft. It was, it was kind of fun. I didn't realize. I didn't realize Bethesda was Ubisoft with their like performances now. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was a little off, but you know, it is whatever. But you know, yeah, I, I, yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm, I actually didn't want to talk about that. Let's just move on to <laughs> Doom Eternal. You didn't want <laughs> Which they, you know, Doom Eternal, they did not, they didn't show any gameplay, right? But mm-hmm. 
you know, as soon as you start seeing the demons, you know what this is. You know what's going on. You just pray it's not like a mobile game that they're gonna, <laughs> you know, that they're not gonna pull off here. So I'm either expecting like Doom Two, but uh, yeah, it says Doom Eternal is the second is the sequel Doom, and it's gonna be on Earth. I mean, we'll probably get a little. Uh, we'll still go to hell. Like, I mean, you're just gonna have a melded version of like Earth and Hell, pretty much. Right. So I mean we'll we'll see. I'm I'm excited because didn't the original Doom Two wasn't it on Earth Two? Didn't the original Doom Two? I can't remember. No, yeah, it's it is Earth. It is Earth. Sorry. Okay, cool. So they're following the pattern. Um, I mean I think it, I'm re- I'm always I mean Doom was so fucking good. Yeah, give me more Doom. Like you know. Absolutely. And, yeah, no, hands down, no, no problems with that. And then after that, they taught they uh, announced two new Wolfenstein properties: Wolfenstein Youngbloods and Wolfenstein Cyberpilot. Now, Cyberpilot, that's a VR game. That's something I'm just not going to end up playing. But apparently, you'll be able to take over some of the Germans' machines. That's what it is. Now, Wolfenstein Youngbloods is actually a co-op game with BJ's twin daughters. Um, to my knowledge, this is not the third installment of Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein was supposed to be a trilogy. Like they already announced that Wolfenstein is a trilogy, so we should have at least one more game with BJ. The only thing that concerns me is now that you have his two young, you have his two daughters in the in the game now or in the universe, is that now BJ can actually die, um, and it's okay because for those who don't know, like like the way the lore goes is that. Doom guy is a descendant of BJ Blaskowitz. So BJ Blaskowitz has to have children before he dies so that Doom guy can exist. Um, I mean, we got two daughters now. So they, can, they can they can kill BJ, yeah. and I don't like that. BJ is my favorite white person ever. He is. <laughs> BJ Blaskowitz is my favorite white person of all time. We're just going to cry in I mean, our corners. <laughs> I mean, he's, I can't argue with that because he kills Nazis better than anyone I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh yeah, like, true. I haven't killed like any he, Nazis, so close second, Christina. So, I mean, close second. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, yeah. So the the co op game looks cool. Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I didn't. I think I don't know if it's like an expansion on the Wolfenstein. Is it something like the Old Blood? Because you had the Wolfenstein: New Order, and then a year later. You had the Old Blood, which is essentially a DLC, but it's it's its own standalone game, you know, that you could have bought. And it was like, I think it was like 10 hours long. Like, it was nice. So, uh, but Wolfenstein 2 already has three D- DLCs that are out for it. So I'm curious to see what they're going to do here. I, I am looking forward to it. So at this point, you have the, the, the turning point, which it stops becoming interesting to me, which is Fallout 76. Like, I'm just not a yeah. Fallout fan. I was interested because, first off, I'm already tired of the commercial, but that's uh, because they said online Fallout. I immediately thought of ESO, and then they showed the trailers like, no, this is like online Fallout. Like, this is legitimately Fallout, but you're online. So I I think that's kind of cool that they didn't try to MMO uh, uh, rise it. That's a word, right? Yeah, I mean, they're busy with Elder Scrolls. They, I don't think they'd MMO Fallout anyway because they got Elder Scrolls online. They got to keep up with. So I doubt they'd yeah do a Fallout MMO. But that's cool that they're doing Fallout online. Uh, I am worried about the game 
a little bit because they're releasing a beta, but the beta is so close to release that it's not something that they would actually be able to fix anything out of. When's the beta drop? You know, uh, isn't it like... I just like, assumed it was August. I think so, but the game comes out like what? October, September? November. November? I mean, I guess it's two months to fix I shit. I mean, Call of Duty's beta is going to be August. I forgot the name of the month. Oh, my God. I just said it. It's okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And the other thing I'm worried about is that whole, the the nuclear launches. Well, they, they said you could play by yourself, too. You don't have to deal with that. I think it's going to be, like, instanced, and you can kind of pick how you want to play. Yeah, but if some dick gets in your game. Well, if. And he finds the codes and he knows where he, what, so really I'm not concerned about random people. I'm more concerned about like, so big streamers, they're going to have hell with this game if they try to stream it because they will get stream sniped so hard. And you think they're not going to get their bases nuked constantly. Well, from what I can see from the codes, right? Like it's not just like one code to have. I think uh, the codes are items. Like each piece of the code is an item, right? Like, you know, what Mm -hmm. it's a letter or something like that. So you would have, so multiple people would need to work together to put the code in. Unless you just, unless you're just that dude who goes around looking for Google codes and then you kill them for it. I think you underestimate the power of griefers on Twitch.tv. Oh, probably. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, like, I, I, I don't think like the nuke option. I don't think they're gonna make it that easy. But like, if people really, really try, yeah, they're gonna go for it. I just don't want to deal yeah. with it. Like, first of all, I'm just not a big fan of Fallout. Like, there's just so much downtime in Fallout, um, and, well, and it being well, in this- first person and a shooter, it kind of like I can't get my brain off of the, you know me needing to get around and shoot shit. You know, well, so here's the worry I have about it is like Fallout was always interesting to me because of vats, because like the shooting in that game is not very solid, I would say. Absolutely. Like, not. The shooting's OK. <laughs> like the shooting's OK. And that's about it. Um, vats was always the lifesaver to that. You can't have vats in this game. You can't just stop time for like you know, people you're playing with and be like, hold on, guys, let me look at these. Pers- okay, OK, yeah, we're doing this click vats act you can't do that so they have to clean up the shooting mechanics a little bit i mean if they're working with i mean they've got the bethesda has the people to fix the shooting mechanics let's put it that way they it's not like it's unthinkable they, have they can very easily clean it up amazing shooters but go ahead <laughs> exactly so it's not unthinkable for them to like clean up their shooting mechanics but i don't know this this I don't this is not a game for me and that's all I'm going to I'm happy for everybody else. I'm happy that people are happy about it. Um we'll see how it goes. I'm curious to see how it goes. Also they go. just released Fallout 4, so they're not going to do anything major. This is basically going to be like Fallout 4 online. Well, this is I will say this this game does look prettier than all the other Fallouts cuz like it actually has trees and shit and it's not gray and puke and brown everywhere. Well, they were. Like, they said this started out as a a uh, prototype for a Fallout 4 multiplayer. That's how it started. And there were already all, mods for it too. Like, I don't think that works very well. But they had Fallout 4 multiplayer mods. Right. Well, yeah. this is one that was in house then, <laughs> and you right. know they uh, that's what it started as, and it just basically expanded into its own thing. 
So, yeah, I mean, they're probably still working. Somebody's working on Fallout 5, whether it's in the, the uh, you know, storyboard process, artwork process, something like that it is. And this is going to hold people over, hopefully. But since I'm, I'm just mm. not a fan, I'm just not a fan of world-building games. I kind of want my world built for me <laughs> already when I buy a game. Um, then I, I just, I don't see myself, I definitely don't see myself purchasing it. That's for sure. Um, so we'll see. Um, what else do they talk about here? Uh, Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls Mobile. Yeah, the mobile game. Everybody yeah. was so mad about it until they found out you could flip your phone and play it in, uh, was it portrait mode? And then everybody's yeah, like, yeah. what? That's amazing. <laughs> and now everybody wants it. <laughs> no, nah, I still don't I, want it. I pre-registered it. I'm going to try it. Like, I'm going to try it. At, like, it's fucking, it's free. It's free, right? I'll, I'll like, try it at to... some point, you know. But I like, know. It had a micro... It looked like Infinity Blade. Like, honestly, looking... It, I don't know if any of you, either of you play, like, the mobile game Infinity Blade or anything like that. But nope. it looked very, like, Elder Scrolls Infinity I mean, Blade-ish. If you want to play Elder Scrolls on the go, that's why they released Skyrim on the Switch. <laughs> I just gonna point that out. Well, they're releasing Skyrim on your fridge too. Did you see? Oh that? yeah, I can't like wait. Yeah, I can't wait for the Alexa add-on. <sighs> oh, that'll be great. <laughs> Skyrim playing Skyrim with my Alexa—that'll that's gonna it's be gonna be like D and D. Honestly, yeah. as that was going on, I was like, "Wow, this is D and D by yourself." I actually yeah. hope that's, <laughs> I hope that's real. <laughs> right. Yeah, so there was the Adult Scrolls Blades, which you know, I I I know I wasn't excited for. Right, um, I'm not excited, but I'll probably try it just just because I just want to see. I want to see what what the what the most powerful mobile game can do. <laughs> so. Kill your phone in two minutes. Yeah, they did. They, <laughs> That's what'll happen. <laughs> they made two major announcements, but didn't really show anything. They have Starfield, yeah. which is a brand new IP that they're working on. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, we know nothing about it. I just hope it's actually like a story IP and not some multiplayer c- crash grab, a cash grab they're looking for. You I know? hope so as well, because like big space games excite me, and I don't like Elder Scrolls. But if they do Elder Scrolls in space, then I might be a little bit more lenient for it. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Like you know how we have a post-apocalyptic open world you know whatever that's fallout we have your dungeons and dragons-esque open world elder scrolls where's what's what's left to go to a space let's go to space let's make an open world space rpg sure so i think that's what i mean if starfield isn't an elder scrolls in space i will be impressed like if it is elder that's what scrolls i think it's in place, gonna be uh, in space you'll be impressed <laughs> it, no, well yeah He's gonna be impressed i mean either no way <laughs> i I mean, I don't know. I have this love-hate relationship with, like, Bethesda open-world RPGs. It's because, like, I like them until, like, a bug crashes me. Oh, yeah. And then I'm just done with it because like I, I just, yeah. Like a big woolly mammoth, like, just falls out of the sky and lands on you, bug. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, more more so save deletion really pisses me off a lot. Like, that's really what, like, you want me to stop a game? That's a way to stop a game for me oh, right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the PS3, yeah. yeah. Oops. 
Yeah. Yeah. They also yeah. announced Elder Scrolls 6, so we'll probably see more about that next year. Because, duh, they're definitely that, working on that it. That game. Duh. <laughs> yeah, they're, duh. It's like, oh, really? They Who would have thought they wanted money? Um, <laughs> like, But, like, that's so far off. Like, that's a 2021 game, I bet. I'm going to say 2020. You think it'll be that gonna, soon? I don't I don't think they just started working on this. <laughs> like, I think they've been working on it probably for about a year or two already. Yeah, yeah probably three years, to be if honest. That's with the you. case. I think it might be a little longer. Uh, I think yeah. five years for Elder for an actual Elder Scrolls game is fine. We'll see. I, we well, didn't, they said we they were didn't working see on anything, so it's hard to speculate. Yeah. They showed Well the, the thing is they good. Go ahead. Well, they they said they are they were already working on their next generation stuff, so I guess it really just depends on where your guess is the next gen of consoles is going to land. I mean, and they did show more than that new Star Wars game that was announced. So, oh yeah, totally oh my forgot God. about that. that like that's another reason why the EA. That's how bad the EA's conference was. The fact that their biggest announcement was came a from game the crowd. that came from the crowd. Like it was it was it was an announcement. For a new Star Wars game from Respawn. That... I bet you it gets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, actually, I'm pretty sure EA bought Respawn. EA bought Respawn. I mean, I, so. EA bought Visceral Games. Hey, guess what got canceled and shut down? Well, that Visceral was, Games Star Wars single player game. That was after <laughs> they had put out some duds, though. You know. Just, I'm just saying. Like... They also canceled Star Wars twenty twenty whatever that that Boba Fett game. They canceled that shit too. Like so. Yeah, yeah. They, they acquired we'll Respawn, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. That was the biggest announcement of their show. But <laughs> back back down, to Bethesda. Bethesda. Yeah, Elder Scrolls Six was announced. They showed the world right that they have. They didn't show much gameplay, but they showed the world. Um, I thought it was a says, logo. I'll, they showed a logo and they panned into this like big open space city and that was it. Like we saw like like yeah, we're working on it. Here's a city. They showed a city, like, but it. they showed a bunch of open <laughs> terrain, they showed mountainous regions, they showed stuff like that. Like I'm not saying LCG. the game is done, but what that does show me is that they are they have already worked heavily on texturing. They've worked heavily on the engine. They probably had they probably procedurally generated that world for that, kind of like they did with Horizon Zero Dawn. So like that's what I'm saying. Like they, they have they have been working on this for quite some time. And with the engine being done, that's a that's a major especially if this is for next gen. Like this that's a major piece of it. Like I said, I think twenty twenty, late twenty twenty is reasonable. If they've been working on it for like let's say about three years now, three you know, two to three years. I think that's reasonable. So, especially because I'm, it's Elder Scrolls. There's no way they have a small team working on it. So, I don't know. We'll see. I think we'll see more about it next year, and that'll give us a much better idea of when it's going to come out. Unless they want to release it in state. 2022, so they could do 22222 like they did with Skyrim. Sure. Before before we move on from Bethesda, though, I do want to say that was the most awkward presentation. For the for the Elder Scrolls card game and for Quake Champions, like their talks on those two games was just really awkward. Can we just stop mobile games on 
just for the for the card game, can we just stop mobile games on the conference? Is yeah. It, it was just those were those two were just really awkward. Like you, they had to bring up the game, but the way that it's just handled was really weird. Yeah, for, yeah, I don't even think they really needed to bring up Quake Champions. To be perfectly honest with you, like just put out dev diaries for the people who care about it. At this point, I mean, if you like, if you're a hardcore shooter fan, I think you will enjoy. Um, you're gonna you're gonna enjoy Quake Champions. I enjoy Quake Champions when I play it. I mean, if you enjoy old Quake, they have a lot of old Quake maps in there, so it's like it's it's dope. But that genre of shooter, I'm sorry, the kids are too soft for it. They're too soft. They just can't do it. They're used to the ultimates and the the aim assist now. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I I. As an as an actual arena shooter fan, I do enjoy Quake Champions, and I hope it does well. So um, let's move on to Ubisoft, which you know usually, I mean, I, I typically make fun of their just dance openers. I actually like this one. I was it like, was okay, fun. It, it was so, fun. I'm like, okay, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it, even though they have what was it? Was it a bear? The, the panda, bear? the dancing panda. Yeah, the panda yeah. That the was panda. the best part, yeah. uh, dude. That props to that guy because I can't even dance as it is. Like, and that dude's dancing in a panda outfit. Come on. Yeah, and all the songs they played were in like you know like big band style, you know. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I, if you did this every year, I wouldn't make fun of your openings. But no, they they I think they did a good job. I'm like, okay, this is definitely just dance, but I'm feeling it. So no thank raving you, ninjas. Yeah, Ubisoft. <laughs> Ubisoft, yeah. So, but thank you very much, Ubisoft. They showed another trailer for Beyond Good and Evil Two. Uh, this kind of nails down the timeline. Like, I, I guess other people had already guessed it was a prequel. I didn't think it was a prequel, but apparently it is. Uh, Jade is not a good person. She, she is a bad guy apparently. But Paige still knows who she is. Uh, apparently, uh, she's a pirate. But there's an evil Jade. Um, and apparently it's co-op. So, um, I don't know, like, at this point, it's beyond good and evil by name. It's a prequel, so I don't necessarily know how the story is going to tie into the first game. Since the story of the first game wasn't fantastic either. Let's just be honest with that. Beyond Good and Evil is a cult classic. It was a game that nobody paid attention to, but it actually turned out to be a pretty good game. That's what Beyond Good and Evil was. It, turned, it, it became a cult classic. Um, but yeah, I, I think just by name, it's beyond good and evil, like, but story-wise, we have to sit and wait and see what's going to happen. I'm pretty sure they're not going to keep the combat from the first Beyond uh, Beyond Good and Evil. Uh, from what I've heard, there's more combat in this game than the first Beyond Good and Evil. Because, uh, like, the first Beyond Good and Evil, you weren't just running around, like, beating the shit out of everybody, you know? There were stealth parts. There were racing parts. There was this. There was that. Like, you know. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I am looking forward to it. So, we'll see. Uh, I'm excited, but I kind of just like at the point where I don't. I I'm gonna buy the game. I don't care to see anymore. Like I'm just like, get her done. Exactly. And then they then they did that whole like, uh, that whole like help us develop the game with this hit record thing or whatever. You know, you know what I'm talking about uh, with Joe jo- Levitt, Gordon Levitt, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jason Gordon Levitt or something he like came that. Came out on the stage, and I was like. 
what is going on? There are a lot of celebrities this year. Yeah. Hit- yeah. Uh, well, one, I didn't realize celebrities were getting so involved in fucking games and shit. So, yeah. Um, but Hit Record isn't really a game thing. Hit Record is a collaborative, uh, like, media space. One thing mm-hmm. that I thought was very important that they did not talk about on Hit Record is that you get paid for your shit on Hit Record. You can't, if your stuff gets used, you can get money for it. That's really cool. Yep. Okay. It's neat, but I'm curious, like, how it will go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm really curious on the implementation. Yeah. So you can, I meant to log into it to see, but I, I didn't get a chance to. Well, let's be honest. I forgot. So, but, but um, I, I didn't look into it, but, uh, you know, I don't have any talents that would be considered useful for that thing. Like, I can't make artwork or anything like that. I can make a radio show, though, so I don't know. We'll see. Maybe you'll hear Jaws' voice and be on Good and Evil 2 on the radio talking shit about Destiny 2. That would be fucking hilarious. Don't tell me that would be hilarious. <laughs> It'll be called, like, Fate 2, though, instead of, like, Destiny 2, because they can't use Destiny yeah. 2's name. you like... Fate tours. I'll tell you the problem about Fate Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you could probably start a Space Monkey podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'll be really funny. But um, yeah, Beyond Good and Evil 2 was one of the first things they showed. So that was cool. Uh, Trials Rising was next. I mean, it's a Trials game, man. Like, you don't have to do anything special for Trials. You just have to make a Trials game. And that's what they did. So Trials Rising. Um, the only thing that I didn't like was that every I'm pretty sure it's always online. That's the only thing. It's always online. Everybody that you play against will be online. So not necessarily a fan of that. Division two, which is definitely probably their biggest game right right now. I'm pretty sure the division is their fastest selling game of all time. Assassin's Creed used to be like some some game in the Assassin's Creed used uh, series used to be it, but Division Two now is that shit. Well, Division was that shit even though it was like bugged on launch like crazy but um bunch of changes coming first of all it's in washington dc not new york thank god you're not going to be in snow all the time uh a lot of stuff apparently happens after the main campaign one of the biggest problems with the division is that the division was made to be a 30 level game and after you got through 30 levels and after you finished the uh the story that was it you were supposed to go into the dark zone there was no additional story or anything like that and that appears to be changing now after you finish the main campaign you will then be able to pick a specialization and then you'll be able to personalize your skills and there's more content after that and there will also be eight player raids in the division two i was gonna say so like mmo style yeah, it, the, the division did not have raids, so you will, there will be eight player raids in the division two. Uh, there will be new story DLC, which is something that did not happen in the division, and there will be new areas and new activities, all free. So, mm. and that is coming out on March fifteenth, twenty nineteen. That is almost a month after Anthem. I'm thinking they should reconsider. <laughs> I think they should reconsider. <laughs> Uh, I mm. if Anthem is good, if Anthem's good, this is going to be a problem for them. It will be a big problem for them. They'll be better off releasing side by side with the net with the like with the year five Destiny expansion at that point or year six Destiny expansion than they would ever launching against a good Anthem. 
if Anthem comes out and it's what everybody wants, we're talking about not even a month after Anthem comes out. Anthem is going to be rolling out new content still when the Division 2 comes out. I mean, even if Anthem doesn't do well, you're going to have people who buy it and then don't have the money for the Division because it's so close. So Exactly. Yeah, it's going to be... It really, they're they're putting a lot of faith that Anthem isn't going to be good, or or EA is going to throw like some loot box shady thing in Anthem that maybe isn't a loot box, but you know, messes it up basically. Yeah, like I I I just don't know. Like the division had such a rough launch. Like it honestly, it sold as well as it did because Destiny was really fucking up, and people wanted another loot shooter. And they wanted it to be good, and they couldn't deliver. Now the division, like if you talk to people who play the division now, like it's really, really good. They made a, uh, they did a patch back in December that basically made it the game that everybody wanted it to be. They had been constantly improving on it, period, but they made it the game that everybody wanted it to be. And uh, yeah, it's doing well, but I just don't think that release date's going to do them many favors. Like I don't see people holding onto their money for the division too. With Anthem coming out. It just depends if EA fucks up again. Yeah, but I don't even think people see EA here. They see Bioware. And I think a lot of people aren't even really paying attention to that uh, Mass Effect Andromeda shit show. Mm. I guess it's a definitely a forgive and forget situation. Like People were upset about it at the time. And I think they've accepted the fact that the team, the, you know, the A team was working on uh, Anthem. Anthem. While the C team was yeah. working on Mass Effect Andromeda. I think that's what, um, people, uh, that's where we are with them. So I just don't like that March fifteenth uh, release date. But I mean, I'm getting both because you know I'm an adult with a job. You know, so that doesn't make a difference to me. But, but the uh, I shouldn't say that. There's, there's other adults with jobs that won't be able to afford both. I get it. I get it. But I'm gonna get both. Though. Yeah, I will play for you. I don't know. the The division two has made me think about buying the division one just to see what the fuck the story is, like, and that, and just play through story just so I know what's happening in division two. But they, like, I, I, I'm not completely sold yet. They just had a massive sale on it too. Yeah, I saw it like it was like ten bucks. Yeah, I think. yeah. And I, I, I missed it. Well, so you only want the story, the, right? Yeah, like I don't, I don't care about the rest. Yeah, like even on on Steam right now, it's like, um, it's like fifty it's bucks, like 50 right? Bucks still. That's that's yeah, but yeah, I'll I'll probably wait for like a really cheap sale and maybe try to play through it, right? Just so I know what's going on. Mm, yeah, I mean, I I'm, I will probably play through it. I I got like halfway through it, and then that's when I hit my bug in the dark zone, and it made me stop playing it. Mm-hmm. So I think I'll probably end up playing it again. We could play it together on PC. You want to come, Christina? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you want to play a military third-person shooter? Um, with it's a cover-based oh, shooter. Yeah. It's a cover-based shooter. A military cover-based shooter? <laughs> It'll be fine. Oh, we'll it's cover-based? Oh, God. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, hold on a second. Division. Oh, oh shit! The division's eighty percent off. It's still ten dollars. <laughs> Is it still ten bucks right now on you play? Still ten bucks on you play. So I might actually have to pick that up. 
Anyways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't ignore my clock. Yeah. Here. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Other than, what else did Ubisoft have? They had Skull and Bones, which looks like Black Flag Naval Combat. That's what it looked like. And I'm cool. sorry, but I'm all about that. Like, I'm all about the Black Flag Naval <laughs> Combat. Like, that's all you had to say. That's all you had to show me. Black Flag Naval Combat? Absolutely. No problem. You know, I, I don't know what else you want. Like, I don't Actually, know. for I, the longest time. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I want more of a story-driven pirate game. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't care about the naval combat. I just hate my boats getting destroyed. I, maybe it's Sea of Thieves. Maybe salty about it. I just want to kind of do my own thing, be my own pirate, explore the world. Then you should go play Black Flag. I mean, AC4 Black Flag is probably arguably one of the best ones. Mainly because of the combat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, I mean, the story of Black Flag, not so great. But um, the actual... I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, like, isn't the story of it is like, hey, I need money, so I'm going to be a pirate. And then two years later, you kill an assassin, you put on his clothes, and you're like, I'm an assassin now. Like, that's... That happens at the very beginning of the game. So <laughs> like, yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. Well, like that's yeah. I don't think that's how either happens. But okay. Yeah, like it's mm. yeah. No, the the marketing for the game was definitely off. It was like, oh, you're you're a pi- you're an assassin that's also a pirate. Like no, like there's no reason for him to be able to do assassin shit in that game. Mm-mm. None. There's no reason for him to be able to do it. Yet he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I played yeah, the first couple hours of the game, and I was like, "This is, st- st- I'm okay." Well, that's the thing you just you just gotta bear through it, so you you can get to your uh, you pirate get to your sim. Ship. <laughs> yep, because it's good. That shit's dope. It's amazing, actually. So yeah, but see it like the Sea of Thieves. Sorry, Skull and Bones. I'm all about it. Like I actually thought Skull and Bones was Sea of Thieves for the longest time, and I was a little disappointed to find out it was not. So. But um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And also, if you want, actually, I don't know if you care, Christina, but if you want assassins, if you want like you know, uh, Assassin's Creed style naval combat, but in space, just play Re- Rebel Galaxy. It's the same type of combat. It's the same type of combat. I don't want naval space. combat. I want to explore as a pirate. We well, can explore space. You can explore fucking asteroids in space. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, let's see what else we got here. Transference is like a horror game, and Elijah Wood came out. I'm like, whoa, where the fuck did you come from? <laughs> yeah, Elijah Wood came out, and um, yeah, looked freaky. Yeah, I'm not about it. Next, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a VR horror game too. To my definitely knowledge. not about. I like I was definitely not I was about watching it. it. I was like, this is not me. <laughs> Lord, get me out of this. Help. Yeah, I'll do. I don't do horror very often. Like, I don't typically do horror unless, like, it's really good. But I sure as hell don't do VR. sticking my head <laughs> in no VR machine and being completely lost into a horror world. No fucking way. Like, the, the, <laughs> I, I would be the, you know, if Silent Hill VR was ever a thing, I'd think about it and be like, no, no. <laughs> Just no. 
can't do it. I just couldn't do it. No way. Yeah, no, I I am not. I'm I'm not a, a horror fan, but I'm not. Oh yeah, I'm like okay, that's great. Um, for those people who like getting the shit scared out of them, I guess I I don't get it, but whatever. But that's the thing. Like I said, you know, Ubisoft is always about. Uh, they've always been about bringing new shit to you. So this does not surprise me. They have the most diverse library of games and like style wise, like they have like so many different styles of games under their like. Like more than I would think Ubisoft would have. This is true. I will definitely give you that. I will definitely give you that. So um, they got that. Let's see. What the, oh, yeah. So Starlink Battle for the uh, Battle for Atlas. A game that nobody cared about. There was no noise being made about this game while the trailer was playing. I'm like, okay, this looks all right. I might be interested in it. I can see more. And then after the trailer goes off for it and they show the name, they show somebody trying to get help and communicate. And then you see fucking Star Fox and everybody goes fucking nuts. I'm like, okay, definitely getting that game day one. And it's going to be on the Switch because that's a Switch exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you have to get the you have to get the R-Wing toy so you can put it onto your controller. So oh, yeah. you can actually play. Oh, dude, yeah. I was, I was yeah. all about that shit. I was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> we're so thirsty for fucking Star Fox that anything... That's coming out of Star Fox. We will take like, please, please. So done. Just please be good. So done with Toys to Life. I already spent like ten thousand dollars on Amiibos. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm. If I was a kid, this would be so fucking cool because I used to love like having the. I'd buy the little ships and I'd you know I'd play with them on my own and whatnot. That'd be so cool. I'm not a kid anymore. This doesn't this doesn't work for me. So if I had children, I would totally buy this and like this would be a thing for them, but You mean if you had children it'd I, be an excuse for you to play with it. <laughs> You're an adult, you don't need an excuse. No, I don't I just don't need any more toys. <laughs> like I we have I have I have enough. True. Uh yeah, I'm definitely like I'm 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 ready for it. I, I, it'll be the only toy that I uh, it's the only one I get. It's the only one that I care about. <laughs> to, to be perfectly honest with you, so yeah, I'll, I'll be all about it. Um, they also sort of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I don't know, man. I just like okay, great. You guys put out a you guys had a great showing for um not a great showing, but you put out a great Origin. Assassin's Creed game recently. Origin, Origin yeah. you know. I really think they should just let it re- like let the game rest for a year. Like, you know, maybe put out a DLC for Origin or something like that for this year and then put out the new one the next year. I thought they were already going to do that, though. Like, I thought that they said something about letting it chill. But I didn't even know Odyssey had a trailer on it until, like, a day ago or something because my stream crashed after Starlink and I was like, oh, whatever, there's nothing else to see. It wasn't even after Starlink. It was, like, mid-Starlink. So I was like, ah, oh, whatever, that's it. And nobody said anything about Assassin's Creed. Like, I saw that it was available for pre-order, and I was like, oh, like, they showed stuff on that? Like, nobody said anything. The, the Assassin's Creed series is just so all over the fucking place, man. Like, it was going someplace for a while, and now it was just like, like, we're going to go anywhere we want. We're going to go in any time period. We don't necessarily have to have a link to the Assassin's Order. We could do whatever we want to do. 
you know and that's kind of the that's kind of the thing like it should just change the name like it shouldn't even be assassin's creed it should just be i don't know history creed uh, something <laughs> <laughs> i think the best thing to come out of assassin's creed is the fact that um they do have like that educational piece for it now mm-hmm. you know that's kind of cool but other than that i'm just like dude just like let it go like like let, let it rest let it rest please please um so yeah but i don't know we'll we'll, we'll see what comes from that i guess and uh, i don't know I, I used to be a massive assassin's creed fan massive and then they just really started fucking it up and uh yeah I, I would say they definitely start to start to lose me around assassin's creed 3 black flag made up for it a little bit but after that sorry dude it was just not worth it so it's whatever um but other than that oh yeah so big news from assassin's creed is that now you can play as one of two characters you can play a male character or a female character, and the decisions you make in the game affect the game later down the the road. So those that those are things that they've added to it. Um, yeah, and and for the Bioware fans, you can romance people. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! Congratulations. You know, so. Um, but other- you know, you'd be surprised, like being able to romance people sells the game sometimes. But is it like romance, like an actual Bioware romance, or is it romance like Fable 2 where you just go out and get a hooker and then like a black screen and then you have an STD? What? I don't know. We'll find Fable out. Fable 2. You just literally yeah. just find a random person on the street, bring them to your house, and it would go to a black screen and then your stats would say you have an STD. Like that, really? <laughs> that was like the Fable 2 yeah. romancing. I did not know that. I didn't pay, play Fable 2. I was never a big fan mm-hmm. of the Fable series. so I played it way too much. I played Fable 2 a lot. Fable 2 is my favorite one. Mm. Alright, so other than that, let's talk about Sony and the disappointment that so many people had. Oh, well, most people had. Some people were like, oh my god, this is so good. I'm just kind of like, did we watch the same conference? Like, So... I think Sony's first misstep was the fact that they had a 20, like 15, 20 minute break after their first gameplay reveal. It's. Yeah, that was so I, bad. Uh, the whole conference, like I could sub up the conference of like, like you get banjoing for like 20 minutes. The last of us, then they change venues for 20 minutes and then more music for 20 minutes. It's like just. Don't even have filler. Just have a shorter conference. Like, what are you doing? Like, it was, I was so fresh. I, like, I didn't even feel like watching the rest of the conference. I was just salty the whole time. Yeah. Like, it was really, mm, like, I, so The Last of Us, like, well, you, you knew it was The Last of Us within the first couple of flicks of that banjo, you know? Well, yeah. You, you see a banjo on stage and you're like, okay. It we know what we're doing. go on for another 10 minutes. <laughs> No, it did yeah. not. And you saw, um, you. I mean, once the actual, uh, <laughs> once the banjo show ended, you and they got into the gameplay. You saw why they put people there. Now it's because that's like they were having like a dance or something in the game there. So that's what the venue was supposed yeah. to. It would. I don't know, dude. They, I guess they really wanted you to really get into the feel feels it. of the game. Maybe yeah, if like, you were, if I was it. there, it'd be different. But like, listen, and I, like, I think musical performance is 
are really dope. And I think that the performances that they had were really awesome. However, this is not a musical performance show. Like, yeah. Dull. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. A lot of people were tweeting. A lot of people who were there were tweeting out like, this is cool, but this sucks. There's no AC. It's fucking burning up with all these bodies in here. We're all like <laughs> disgusting next to each other watching this. And now we're, and then they all bitched about the venue change, how they had to move everybody over to the other. Like it was, it was just bad. But that trailer was fucking cool. The trailer was good. I mean, it definitely showed more Last of Us. I was, I, I'm curious as to how much of that was pre rendered and how much of the game, because the way that she was dodging certain things, it definitely, yeah. it definitely can be in the game. It is not impossible that to be in the game as some people were stating however that would be impressive <laughs> to, to say the yeah, least that's, that looked like dynamic dodging if it that's almost dynamic, looked like it, impressive. either it could be like some kind of stat or maybe you have dodging and like sometimes you dodge or maybe it would like you do have a button because there were sometimes she got hit pretty hard oh yeah um the uh, the gameplay it looks like the last of us like the gameplay looks good um, I mean, honestly, the, vi- like, what gets me is how good the, the, I mean, I, I could, we could talk about the gameplay if we want to, but I want to talk about that kiss at the end. Okay. Um, cause it was, it was cool that they showed like a, les- like an, a lesbian interaction, like at the big E3 showing, like that was just kind of cool. Just, you know, as a, as a gay person. Like that was just really kind of awesome that that just got shown out to the world. Everybody knows Ellie's gay from the DLC, or if you played it or something like that. Right. But that was DLC. This is like no, it's front forward facing. You have to you have to just acknowledge this is what's gonna be. Um, but also that that was the most. You know how kissing in video games always looks weird, right? Like it just doesn't. Like this was the least. This was the how do I put this? It was not awkward. The least weird. It was. Yeah, it was just wasn't awkward looking. It looked like really good. Like it was probably like the best kiss in a video game I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, I mean, we've had the mocap technology to make kisses in video games not look awkward for quite some time. But I think it's generally the problem with kissing in games and the reason it looks awkward is because of the circumstances surrounding it, whether it be not great acting or it might be forced, like the story doesn't necessarily allow for it. And I think the reason why this didn't look awkward was because, one, we all know that The Last of Us, in terms of writing, is good. Like they, The guys at Naughty Dog can write some good shit together, and they can do that. And then on top of that, the people who were acting it did well. And the atmosphere called for it like you know all those strings really matched up together but i mean you can have kisses just as awkward in movies i think the only reason i think is it's it's not as in the awkward in movies or it's more awkward in games is because it's a game people don't expect it but go ahead well yeah but there's also the visual design part like you know sometimes when they you when video game characters kiss they like overlap smash their faces together yeah (laughs) like or like or 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 they do this weird camera angle to where you don't actually see the lips or anything like that or anything but like 
just the way it was done, it was just like Naughty Naughty Dog is just like on this whole other cinema cinema level that other game studios just aren't on. It seems like right, yeah. I mean, like they, it's something that they. It wasn't a an afterthought, you know, something they paid a lot of attention to. Yeah. Yeah, so that's anyways, yeah, that's, that's okay. why I think so. Well, you know, you're right. It, it definitely was not an awkward thing that kind of happens <laughs> in games. So, no, you're right. But that's where we started with the Sony conference. And I'm not going to say the Sony conference was, like, bad, but they did not. Uh, it just wasn't that great. Like, nobody came out on stage. I guess they really didn't have anything to talk about. They just showed game after game after game, which is fine. They, we did find out that God of War has a new game plus mode on the way from the little break that they took. Um, they show that they show Ghost of Tsushima, so they spent some time, you know, galloping around the open world, and then they showed some stealth gameplay, and then they showed some spoilers uh, combat, huh? <laughs> and then they showed some spoilers. Yay! I was <laughs> spoilers. No, like the. Ooh, sorry, my chair went backwards for a second yeah i thought i was gonna die um (laughs) (laughs) okay uh no they they showed some uh some of the storyline where like it seemed like i hope it's not like super important in the story but like the storyline portion that they showed seemed kind of like I don't know, spoilerish. like you know how sometimes if you watch a movie like you don't want to watch the trailer because like yeah, but I think it's early in the game still because he's still in samurai mode. Ghost of Tsushima seems to be like a samurai gone shin- like ninja. So, and he was still in his like samurai attire, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like the war against the Mon- the Mongols were still going, stuff like that. So I think it was still early in the I game. I hope so. Because um, I watched that and I was like, that- ugh. Yeah, you'd rather not seen some of that story bit. Yeah. But man, that fucking field looked good. That that it was pretty. That shit was pretty as fuck. Yeah, it did. I mean, don't get me wrong. The game looked fucking great. I thought. I, I did, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that game in terms of the way it looks at all. To be honest with you, I mean, I, I thought it was pretty dope. Um, I'm just looking forward to it. I still wish they were doing a. Uh, <laughs> Another infamous game. You, you just want Sucker Punch to do nothing but infamous. I would, That's all you want. I gotta be honest with you. If they did nothing but infamous, I wouldn't be mad at them. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be mad at them. So, like, but hey, yeah. you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. I trust, uh, I do trust that they will be doing, um, that the game is gonna be good. I'll be looking forward to it. Um, what else they show? They show control from Remedy, which. I don't know. I kind of, I was calling it before the trailer was done, but I was like, I'm pretty sure. I mean, is this have something to do with Quantum Break? You know, because of the way the game looked, and lo and behold, at the end of the game, it says Remedy and 505 Games. I was like, I know I've seen that shooting movement before. <laughs> you know, that's what I, that's, that's what I, that's what made me think Quantum Break. Because um, I'm pretty sure they're using the same engine. It looked like they were using the same animations. So I'm not surprised. I'm looking forward to it. I want to see what they could do. I I always look forward to Remedy games. I just hope that they have found the balance that they were looking for between television and video games. Because that was the issue. It was an issue in Alan Wake. It was a bigger issue 
in Quantum Break. But now in Control, I hope they found the balance. That's what I'm hoping for. So I'm excited but cautious. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I am with it. Yeah, yeah, I, I am too. I mean, I'm going to buy it. It's definitely going to be a buy for me, you know. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, there was a Resident Evil 2 remake that's looking using the uh, with the Resident Evil 7 engine. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm buying that. Like that looks that looked really good. Yeah. Like, kudos, kudos to Capcom. Like Capcom, Capcom brought it this year. Like they, the Resident Evil Two looks very scary, very dark, very, very, very good. I'm, I'm excited to try to escape Raccoon City again. You know, die a lot to zombies. Yeah. So a lot of people were excited for that. Um, they showed Death Stranding, and we still have no idea what's going on. So that's basically what's going on. I mean, that's. Kojima. I feel like even <laughs> while I'm playing the game, I'm not gonna know what's going on. <laughs> well, you, you won't for a long time. Like the Kojima games, well, I shouldn't say it. Zone of Enders wasn't like that. With Zone of Enders, you understood what was happening from start to finish. You know, that was Zone of Enders. But with Metal Gear, Metal Gear games usually wrapped up at the end. Everything. Everything gets wrapped up at the end. Like, I'm not lying to you. Metal Gear Solid 4, right after I beat the last boss. I paused it, I went and popped popcorn, and then I came back and unpaused it because I knew we were about to go on a ride. And you know what? The ending of Metal Gear Solid 4 is an hour long. <laughs> okay. But all Metal Gear is like that. I'm, I'm assuming Death Stranding is going to be something similar. And as much as I love Kojima games, I'm not necessarily excited for that. With Metal Gear, I kind of knew what I was getting into. I love the Metal Gear gameplay. So for the fact that I didn't have every piece of the story coming together, that was okay. I'm not necessarily sure if if I'm going to appreciate that in Death Stranding if I don't appreciate the gameplay as much. Because when I, when I, do, when I tell you everything they wrap up, they wrap up everything. You know, you find out why this person had powers. You find out why this person killed this person. You find out why you exist in the first place. Like, you know, like... You know, stuff like that. Um, so hopefully they don't save everything for the end. It like we saw like it had it looks like it has combat elements because he pulled the gun out at some point. It definitely has stealth elements, um, but we don't know what they're like, you know, what you're actually hiding against. Go ahead, Mike. Oh yeah, the flashing light. No, that stupid flashing thing. I'm just like that you have to turn a baby on or something. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't I'm just like, what is Yeah, I thought this? you had to I you thought like you plug it you, into your hip and then the uh, yeah, that was weird. I thought you had to like protect yeah. and deliver the baby, but apparently the baby is some type of utility. <laughs> you know, so like I'm j I don't know what it's about. Baby powers. I don't Yeah, so I don't know, man. There's some invisible people. There's some invisible people in the sky that if they touch you, they're gonna fucking kill you. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, yeah. I don't know. One thing I don't enjoy about Metal Gear that this game appears to have are I I enjoy Metal Gear bosses, but I hate the super powered group bosses like in Metal Gear Solid Five fighting the parasites, both male and female version. Fucking sucks every time. Every fucking time it sucks. Like I, oh man, did you even you play Metal Gear Solid Five? No. Okay. So 
The thing, the thing that made it worse about Metal Gear Solid Five, because Metal Gear Solid Five had credits at the beginning of every mission, and you could tell the parasites were coming because it'll say, and it will, it would say something like, um, uh, what would it say? Something, something as the parasites. I'm like, son of a bitch! <laughs> as soon as that would come across my screen, I knew at some point in that mission those motherfuckers were gonna come out. Um. Yeah, so uh, I, I this game appears to have that as well. That's that the guy that has the the eye thing. He played Hannibal on the Hannibal TV show. I forget his name, but he like he looks to be the guy that has control of the group of enemies that's gonna piss you off. You know, like he appears to be that guy. Um, so we'll see what happens though. I'm, I am curious. The Kojima game, it's open world that looks great. It's using the Decima engine from. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. So, and it it does not look like Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm like, wow, you mean to tell me that that same engine produced that game and this game? That's fucking phenomenal. You know, that that's really, really good. So, uh, they also showed Neo 2. Eh, I, Mike, because yeah, I'm just kind of like, eh, okay. I mean, it's cool because uh, every, the PlayStation people love Neo. And so I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of cool. Everyone's eyes were on Sekiro, though. So that's why I'm kind of curious, like, how it's going to be if Sekiro comes out the same time as um, Neo 2. Right. Because they're both similar, like, Dark Souls-ish games in Japan. So Hmm. we'll see. I'm sure people both will buy it. I'm sure people will buy it and stream it and scream at it and yell at it and be pissed off. I don't yeah, know. Especially if you like that style of game. It's not like there's, you know, you have all the, the games coming out like that all the time. So, and then they also, for their ender, they showed Spider-Man and Spider-Man's looking pretty fucking good. It's looking it pretty good. looks good, but the funny thing is, I was like, wow, this game looks like Batman. And then they showed him in, <laughs> in the prison and I was like, Wow, this game looks like Batman. So And then they showed him fighting. And they're like, wow, this game looks like Batman. <laughs> exactly. It it's got Batman's combat. It looks like it has Batman's combo system. But I mean, if you're gonna copy a combat system, I guess Batman's not a bad one no. to copy. Absolutely. Hopefully it doesn't have a shit ending like Batman games. Oh. That's all that's all that's all <laughs> I really hope for. You could take every thing you could take everything from the arkham games except the endings that's the only thing you don't want to copy from the arkham games because arkham games cannot stick the landings um so but like no the i i thought it was good it looks like they're gonna have the sinister stick six um you don't they they didn't show who the last person was uh, i think after thinking about it like dr octopus will be the most uh likely person now that I'm thinking about it, to, to, to finish off the Sinister of Sticks, uh, six, him, or maybe um, one of the, uh, the one of the goblins, but like you know, we'll we'll see. But no, it looked it looked good. It looked fast paced. They showed more of him swinging around the city, which is what a lot of people want. People been wanting a Spider Man game like that since Spider Man Two, you know. So they're kind of hitting it on the head. But Sony just, I think a lot of people expected. Sony to blow them out of the water and Sony did no such thing. Even during that part with the break, 
he was like, yeah, we're not really focusing on new stuff. We're just going to talk about stuff that people know is coming and just show more of that. So he basically braced the audience for the show that we got. Yeah. And they mentioned that in their um, uh, PlayStation blog posts, like earlier in the weeks too. Mm. Like they were kind of like, this is what we're showing. I mean, there was only like a few surprises and that was like Resident Evil 2 control and uh, the Kingdom Hearts trailer they showed during it. And that was about it. Right. Right. So, I mean, it would just Microsoft definitely outdid them this year, but Microsoft had a lot of catching up to do. So I think next year, I think next year, Sony is going to show some new hardware. I think they kind of have no choice. There's no way they don't release new hardware uh, by 2020. So I think they will at least want people to know that they have new hardware coming out by next year. I mean, they may release new hardware next year. You know, they may release new hardware next year. Like, it's not uncommon for them to pull out new hardware at E3 and then say it's available this holiday season, especially if it's using the same like operating system and all of your old games are going to work because then you don't have to worry about people not buying games for their console, you know, coming up to the release of that, you know, yeah, that I mean, you I don't think, have to worry about that. I think they do that all the time where they show new hardware and then they're like, okay, it's out this holiday. I mean, they did this with a PS4, like when it first launched the E3 before like that holiday, that's when they, you know, showed it. Right. So. so, like, I still, I think 2019, and when I was making predictions before, I didn't expect new hardware this year. I expected new hardware next year. So, I think that still might happen. I think what I think they need to do, I think they definitely need new hardware before 2020 because Microsoft will have new hardware in 2020. And if PlayStation is still catching up to the Xbox One X in 2020, what Microsoft puts out in 2020 is going to blow that away because it's actually already been confirmed that Microsoft is releasing multiple pieces of hardware in either 20 or 2021. So they're not fucking around anymore. They're really using that those Microsoft deep pockets to get back in the game. And um, I do know that Sony, that, that was the disadvantage that Sony had. Like while they had this huge advantage over Microsoft because of games and the botched Xbox launch, the issue they always had was the fact that Microsoft could afford a loss like this. Imagine if what happened to Microsoft happened to the PS4. The PlayStation would no longer exist. It would be over. The, the Xbox was losing, two, like on average, $2 billion a year, like from 2012 to like 2015. If that happened to the PlayStation, the PlayStation just wouldn't exist anymore. But Microsoft's like, it's fine. We're going to get them back on track. Sony's been having trouble. I think I'm pretty sure the only profitable—I don't want to say the only profitable divisions in Sony, but the PlayStation division is profitable, and I think their movie division is profitable. But they're having trouble across the board elsewhere, um, and I think it's finally starting to catch up with them. Those Microsoft deep pockets, so they got to do something. They got—they got to do something. I, and I am curious. I, I'm not. I, if this sounds like I want Microsoft to beat up on Sony, that's not the case. I want Sony to come out with something that's fucking awesome. You know, and you know, we'll, we'll see what they do. But um, let's move on to Nintendo. And this is another conversation I'm probably not going to be too active in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was some some pretty awesome stuff. that I, Obviously, they talked about Smash for a really long time, which I'm not mad at because they still announced a bunch of stuff. They had a lot of stuff in their treehouse, which I totally didn't watch at all. 
because afterwards I was like, all right, time to do what was it? Jurassic World Evolution came out that day, so um, yeah. But um, I mean, Nintendo was cool. They had um, they showed off a. Uh, they started off with Damon X Machina, which looked like this crazy mech game that like came out of nowhere. Yeah, it looked pretty cool. Uh, they have Super Mario Party, which should be fun. But I I'm mean, actually really interested uh, on how that'll work because they have like the two tablets up against each other with like things going through it. So I'm not sure like what kind of I guess technology like that would use, but it seems kind of like how. Mario Party 10 was where you have the tablet mode where you could play as Bowser or you could just play with controllers in a kind of a more classic Mario Party way. So it kind of looks like that's going to be the case. Well, I just think mini, some mini games might take advantage of like using two switches or something. Right, like that. But it's obviously going like, to be an option because you're not always going to have two switches. Correct. Um, it looks fun. It'll be great for local co-op. I'm a little disappointed. There's no online board gameplay there is an online mode but it's like a couple of mini games but i'm a little disappointed there's no like online board uh, game mode yeah i mean i th i think the mini games might have a little bit of an issue translating online so that might be why they didn't want to if i can get a fighting game to be at two frames delay there should be not a problem with mario party being on a online process that's my, that's like, I, it's a board game with mini games. We have a lot more complicated online games going on. I know, but on. it's also Nintendo. <laughs> we got Smash running on online pretty well. I don't, I can't, and Mario Kart runs fine online. I really don't care about like, playing Mario Party online. I'm never like, I never had that mentality of, oh, hey guys, let's just play Mario Party online. <laughs> I have friend. I have friends in Georgia. I have friends in Jersey. I have friends in Pennsylvania. I have friends in but Florida. Like, I have friends in Austin. I have friends in California. Do you know how awesome that would be? Be like, hey guys, let's put on a stream. Let's let's play Mario Party online on stream, and let's have a few drinks, and let's just play. Mario I think ninety percent of the like, fun in Mario Party is when your friend's beating you in a mini game and you just slap them around a little bit, you know, like that you had to have it in person. <laughs> you don't, but you don't, but you don't. Like I have like groups of people that were so excited for this and then they kept reading like, oh, like they just instantly like, because we were all excited to finally like, I can't play Mario Party with my friends in California like all the time. Like the fact that this was even a possibility for me it was like, this is awesome. But no, now I'm gonna have to, you know, do online Mario Party in a non-conventional way. So that's the only disappointment I have out of Mario Party. Otherwise, it looks fun. I'm glad they got rid of the stupid car. I'm glad we're going back to old oh school God, Mario yes. Party board game size. Thank God they fucking listened finally. Um, but yeah. Like I, I will still buy it because it's it looks like a good Mario Party, but I am just a little taken back that there is no like true board game online mode. I don't know. I wonder. I, I wonder if they'll come out with a statement as to why, or maybe they wanted to get it out sooner and they couldn't implement it yet, and they'll implement it in the future. If they patch it, I will be the <laughs> happiest fucking person. 
Um, but besides that, they also had like the Xenoblade DLC, which you could play as some of the other characters in the game. Uh, I didn't beat Xenoblade, so I did. I, I didn't it either. Was, I don't know. It wasn't bad. I just had other things I was doing. Um, and then Fire Emblem looks cool. Fire Emblem looks dope. Um, I'm all for that. That that game looks cool. Um, I'm interested in how and because they the way they showed the battle is you had like your minion army around you. So I'm wondering if those are going to be a factor when fighting another unit or not. There's a lot of things that they showed that just make me curious. I'm very curious about this Fire Emblem. It looks really good, but I'm I'm still a little. I didn't like the last one, the the three, the the conquest, the, the conquest. Birth, right? Yeah. yeah, I, yeah, I didn't like it as much as I did Awakening, but I mean, it's still sold and fuck, Lord knows how much money they're making off Fire Emblem Heroes right oh now. Jesus gosh. Christ, <laughs> they make they make so much money off that game. It's stupid. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see uh, what Fire Emblem Three Houses does. Um, but really, most of Nintendo was Smash, which was cool. I was really it happy was expected, with it. expected, but I want Animal Crossing. I'm so, <laughs> so sad that there's no Animal Crossing. I Because Pocket Camp just came out in December... I kind of figured we wouldn't get one this early. I thought we might get like someone, we, someone would give us an update on Pocket Camp, like I something thought, like that. But, I thought Pocket Camp would have been one of those. Well, we're going to test to see what the, I guess, interest in another Animal Crossing would be. And I don't know if that was what that intention was or not. And I don't know if they got the numbers that they wanted to or not. I just, I just want it. I mean that game. That game blew up the first month it yeah. launched. Like people were playing the My shit out of that game. My problem with that game is like the more I played it, the more I wanted to play Animal Crossing, but I didn't want to go back to the Animal Crossing I had. Like I wanted a new one. So yeah, no, I get it. I I don't think it's a, to gauge interest. I think they know Animal Crossing is popular and people want. And the Switch is literally the like system. The perfect system. It. Yes. Yeah. yeah like. Yeah, like it's it is it is the perfect system for Animal Crossing. We will get an Animal Crossing Switch. That is not. It's just when I'm thinking because Pocket Camp came out so recently that they're gonna wait till next year to maybe show something on it. But I don't know if we'll get it in 2019. I'm thinking maybe early. But it's also Nintendo, so like mid August comes along and they could be like, "Hey, we're ha- we have an Animal Crossing coming out tomorrow." <sighs> That's true. They have fucking Nintendo Directs whenever right. they feel like it, which which is cool, which always makes us on our toes for Nintendo because who knows what the fuck they're doing until right. they release like, it. Pokemon Let's yeah. Go, like a week before E3. Hey, this is coming out. Yeah, and they showed more Pokemon Let's Go at E3 too, but it was like, I mean, it's it's Pokemon Yellow remake with um, co-op and you get the ball throw mechanic for Pokemon Go. The thing that was cool, though, is they did answer some questions about, like, battles. So battles will still be, like, turn-based combat like it is in a standard Pokemon game. And there is gems and all that stuff. So it is still retelling, like, Pokemon Yellow. But 
it's just instead there's going to be more Pokemon Go stuff, like like walking into Pokemon instead of like random grass encounters. Like I honestly wanted to see that for a while from a Pokemon game anyway, just like Pokemon kind of roaming around. Uh, So I'm kind of happy about that. I'm kind of happy about being able to ride Pokemon. Um, The Pokeball like is like the Pokewalker 2.0. Like I'm really excited for that. Which is now available for pre-order. Yeah. They have like bundles with uh, Eevee or Pikachu, and mm-hmm. I think it's ten dollars cheaper. Yeah, the bundles are, but uh, the ball I think runs fifty dollars, and so does the game. So if you get the bundles like ninety well, or no, something, no, the game's like sixty. But if you get, yeah, oh, so game, it's a hundred. Oh, the game sixty. Yeah. Okay, okay, oh, okay. So, but basically, like the ball is also like your way of getting Mew. If unless you have Mew and Pokemon Go, and then you can port it over. You can port over your hundred, your, the first hundred fifty-one Pokemon from Pokemon Go into Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu or Eevee. So that's kind of cool if you've been playing Pokemon Go. Um, but yeah, I mean, how deep do we want to go into Smash? Like that's that's really um, the question about Nintendo is how deep do we want to go down that rabbit hole? Because they they basically said, hey, look, it's Smash four point five, but here's every character that's ever been in Smash ever. You know what's funny is when they started doing the numbers, I was like, oh, I got to get the numbers for the Inkling and see how far off that is to see if there's any numbers in between to see how many characters there's going to be. And they were like, oh, it's going to be everyone. And I was like, well, I did all that for nothing. (laughs) Yeah. So there's like, there's like, so Echo, I think there's probably, so Ridley would be the 65th because Inkling was 64. But there are Echo Fighters. They had like the Epsilon or whatever next to them. So I don't know if you count those or not. But uh, they announced. Well, they're these. God, where to start? I mean, I don't (laughs) even think you have to. Like they just have everybody in the character. Their game, they have like double characters. So you could do Daisy or Peach. So there's like variants. Um, Daisy got announced as an Echo Fighter. Like an Echo Fighter is like Dark Pit or Lucina, because like Dark Pit is basically the same as Pit. Yeah, like it's it's like variants like how Street Fighter Five has. So you just pick different style. So yeah, Um, yeah, that's cool that Daisy's in it though. I thought that was kind of neat. They uh, they showed off Inkling and all of Inkling's moves. I think Inkling is going to be really strong because it. Yeah, I don't know. And then the at the end of the trailer, they showed Ridley, which was fucking cool as shit. Like everyone has been wanting Ridley since that melee opening cinematic where Samus is fighting Ridley literally. And everyone thought, oh, my God, Ridley's in this game. And then no. Ridley's not in melee, obviously. But um, yeah, that was really cool. Um, it's it's more Smash Brothers and it has the biggest roster it's ever had. And they've got more and they and literally the they they basically did a balance patch show like they just talked about all the changes to like a bunch of characters and how they were changing the game and how they were adding like, you know, if you dodge a lot, you're going to lose invulnerability. And if you dodge to the air, like they literally just like go if you like it was just a lot of stuff. You got to watch it. It's a lot. Like, we can't go over the it thing, all. And I don't think they said anything about it, but the thing that I'm excited for, I mean, obviously you have full Amiibo capability. Your Amiibo stuff is going to carry over. Yep. But that means that all the old characters that they didn't have in Smash 4, they're going to have to make Amiibos for them. We're going to get a Snake Amiibo. <laughs> We're going to get a Snake Amiibo. Dude, I'm I'm more excited about the stupid We're- toys 
than I am about the game. Yeah. We're going to get a snake amiibo. We're going to get a daisy amiibo. We're going to get a Ridley amiibo. We're going to get more inkling amiibos. We're going to get an uh, ice climbers amiibo. That's going to be so, like, that's going to be dope. Like, (laughs) yeah, I'm glad I'm not, like, into that part of the game. It's kind of like, oh, okay. I don't even use them for the game. Half my amiibos are sitting behind me still sealed because I have nowhere to put them. Uh, I. I've gotten to the point where I just buy all the cool characters now, so I just buy, like... I got both Clouds, because when is Cloud ever going to be on a Nintendo product ever right. again? Um, I got the Bayonettas, um, and yeah, I just buy the ones that are just like, when will I ever see this character again on, like, On anything, Smash 5, duh. So. Uh, yeah, or, <laughs> yeah. So it's cool. The, the, they're, I think it's cool they're calling it Smash Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, I mean, because that's very in line with like fighting games, how it's like, here's the ultimate package with everything or ultra or, tr- you yeah. know, you know, you know where we get super, to super street fighter super, arcade edition, ultimate redux. Yeah. Yeah. Where we get to super street fighter two turbo HD remix or bullshit like that. Yeah. Or- I just keep seeing the memes there where, um, oh, what is his name? The, uh, the creator. Um, Never. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Masahiro yeah, Sakurai. Yeah, just be just like, never ask me for anything again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, dude, busts his ass over there. Like he, he, yeah, he, he has a crit. He he was dying making brawl in Wii U Smash. Right. Yeah. He was working himself to death, but I mean, a lot of people are upset because they think it's like just a port, but like. To me, like, I guess you could say that, but they've, like, fixed a lot of visuals. They've added a lot to the gameplay. They've added more characters. I'm kind of like... I mean, if that's the case, you could say any of the games are a port because they just had the same characters. I I, I don't know. I don't think it's it's not a port. People... Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you can't make everybody I mean, people... Somebody will always find a reason to complain, so... Accurate. Yep. All right, so I think that's it. Are we, are we done here? Or? Yeah, I don't think Nintendo did anything else, so. No. Uh, it's all Smash. Yeah, they only, uh, I mean, they had, did you guys bring up Fortnite? They had Fortnite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I that's, mean, that, what, everybody knows that, about it. <laughs> that, what, you know, that, was, that wasn't a big deal for Nintendo. That, was, that turned out to be a big deal for Sony. Because I'm not sure if you guys heard. Oh yeah, but, yeah. You can't uh, move yeah. any of your stuff over or anything. Nope. Like yeah, you're starting. So your now. stuff can move between all of the other like platforms, but not Sony. just not Sony. And Sony's response to it was like was almost like Microsoft's response to the Xbox One, where they said, "Well, you, there's 86 million people playing PlayStation, or 80 million. There's like 80 million people playing PlayStation for." You basically don't need to play with anybody else. That's what they said. That's that. That was their response. So people were not all were not that happy with the response from Sony. So we'll see. Sony is still very hesitant to do multi-platform, like you know, cross-play with anybody. You know, like they when Microsoft said they were yeah. open, it Sony was like, nah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it. That's I. Mean, to be fair, when Sony was losing in the PS3 versus 360. They were saying the same thing. Like, Sony was trying to do multi-platform, and Xbox was like, nah, we got this. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it it literally just goes back and forth with whoever's in lead is just being a dickbag about right, it. Right, so. 
I guess we'll we'll see what's happening. But uh, yeah, I think that's it. I mean, obviously there were more shows from uh, from E3, but these are the ones that we thought were probably the most important. Of course, there's always Devolver. Oh Digital, wait, but... <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you know about Devolver Digital is loot box coin is fucking awesome, and uh, Metal Wolf Chaos XD. Yep, is the most important game of the century. Yep, that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> and that the CEOs don't play that garbage. <laughs> And CEOs don't play that garbage. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much all I need to know. Devolver Digital, in my opinion, didn't disappoint. They did what they were supposed to do. So, but yeah, that's that's gonna wrap us up here on this very long mash cast, three hours long. Um, yeah, it's been that long. So I just saw Christina looking at the clock. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up here. Um, I usually go through a bunch of stuff, but you know what? We've been talking for three hours, <laughs> so. I think I'm just give why don't you give them your uh, your Twitter information and stuff like that and then we can just go the fuck out. Yeah, my yeah. Sounds- uh, well, I was just gonna go into it. So my Twitter stuff, Twitch, Instagram, everything is s'mores pop tart with a Z. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. And- my Twitter is Keylock K E Y L O C K E M V P. So um Keylock M V P. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash keylock. Like I said, we're kind of playing vampire in a little cross-tag battle for now. Gotcha. Okay, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Church of Ja, and you can also find me on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. I just stream around the mash those buttons channel. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, not in a podcast, or let's say on SoundCloud or on a website, you could just go to... Um, your favorite podcaster on either iOS or Android, type in the MASHcast and it should pop up for you. If you don't find it there, you can just go right to the Mash Buttons website and grab the RSS feed. Uh, you can follow Mash Buttons on twitter.com slash MTB site, facebook.com slash Mash Buttons, and youtube.com slash Mash Buttons. You can join us on Discord at discord.me slash Mash Buttons. We'll love to have you there so you can discuss this super long podcast with us. And, uh, yeah, I'll suggest you guys check out mashlessbuttons.com slash shows to check out the other shows we have on the network. So with that, thank you guys very much for listening, especially if you're still listening right now. We will see you in two weeks. Good night. Sayonara. Sayonara. <laughs>